my name is Raf. I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human, uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I am um, playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. Hi, my name is Josh. I am from the Roll Together RPG stream, and I will be playing Killian Maxwell, a half elf warlock who has come to Barovia. He was with the party previously but has lost them and has joined up with the Tempest on their adventures. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, finding out the best and worst in this world and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Stride campaign. Hello! 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 Welcome back, everybody, to the Lost Archives. We are playing Curse of Strahd tonight, and we have the whole gang here. That's right, everyone is present. However, not everyone has a functional webcam yet. <clears throat> Jared. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, where, no, it's, where, um, it was meant face? to come today, but... Um... Unfortunately, I wasn't home to receive it, so they took it back to the post office, and I went to the post office, and they're like, um, no, it's not here. Uh, so they left a note, and it's like, oh, you can't pick it up immediately. You have to, you have to wait a day or two. Oh, mate. So that's, that's fun. So, like, it was, but by the time, they hadn't returned it yet. So, yeah, it's just, I'll, I'll be good for Wednesday, so you'll see my face again, but unfortunately not tonight. Oh, wow, thanks, mate. That, that helps us a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, have you I'm turned your webcam minute. off in protest, Jacob? Solidarity. I was reading and I didn't want to be disgusting. So oh, thanks yeah. for bringing attention to it. It's fair. Thank you very much, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, I, I don't want to shame you, but it's not the eating that makes you disgusting. Um, that's pretty universal. Ooh. All of us have to do that. <laughs> Sorry. It's everything that does the eating. It's just my entire persona. It's the, it's the organism it's responsible. All of him. <laughs> there doesn't need to be such the sounds. Is probably we can leave it at that. Love me, me a bit of bit of ASMR. Just not that kind. Of, I don't like that ASMR. All right. Well, I'll call you later. Not a fan of eating ASMR. No, that's not necessary. Um. So, unfortunately, uh, for those of you watching this on Twitch or YouTube, you will not be able to see uh, Jared's face. Fortunately, Jacob is turning his webcam off when he eats, so you won't have to see his face for for part of the stream. Um. <laughs> for the rest of us, we're all here. We are all doing well. Uh, we are all good. We are all good. Um. Thank you so much, everybody who came and joined us for our Halloween one shot last week. Um. I have now fully integrated it. It is now fully canon by popular request. Uh, a lot of people were uh, were very excited to to have it sort of continue as part of the campaign. And there are a couple of NPCs in particular who. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do the dirty on. I don't want to do the dirty and just leave them disappear forever. So we will we will have some continuation with them. And uh, if we are still doing Curse of Strahd by Halloween next year, um, we will absolutely do another Halloween one-shot. If we are not, I will make sure that we do a special 
little, uh, let's say like recap episode and jump back in and then and do a catch up and see how the toy shop is doing before we wrap up the campaign. So I will make sure that we get to, to visit there again. I know a lot of you really enjoyed it. Uh, I also had a lot of fun, so we will definitely we won't abandon the toy shop idea. I think I think hey, it is Christmas a very is coming. Idea. Christmas loves toys. Wholesome yeah, Blinsky's yeah. toy shop. Christmas yeah. does love toys. I do okay. have a question though. Yeah, I have a question. With it now being canon and the fact that we were toy versions of ourselves, yeah. does that mean that there is a real life version of Steve and a real life version of Hemanus out in Barovia somewhere? You don't oh, know. please. Please, you know, I'm gonna murder them. I need Hemanus original to die. I mean, it it also means that that somewhere Blinsky's getting together with a bunch of mates and has made D and D character sheets of us and is pretending to play our lives with a bunch of randoms in Velaki. So, um, I, I'm happy to reveal this because we didn't quite get to it in the one shot, and this is something kind of fun. I'm happy to reveal this little behind the screen moment. Um, Blinsky has obviously invented the Barovian equivalent of Dungeons and Dragons um, that the children of Valaki play and he has stats on all the adventurers who have come through that he has met and has made character sheets for. He also has a couple of pre-generated modules that he has created that people can play uh, which are recreations of some of your adventures and the adventures of other uh, people who've come through which uh, was a lot of fun kind of doing that behind the scenes. I didn't get a chance to use it during the session. It didn't quite fit in with how you guys were, were uh, <clears throat> running around and what you were interacting with. So I'm going to save that for a future one because I, I did have a lot of fun sort of doing that in the background too. Asking about is what we that's called. Exactly. <laughs> but, but hey, it was loads of fun. So yeah, massive thank you everybody who came and joined us for the Halloween one shot. We had an awesome, awesome time. And uh, there will be more of that coming very, very soon. Don't panic. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> um, that that was kind of the main um, the main bit of news I had to share. I don't think there's any other uh, crazy announcements or anything fun to share. Uh, just obviously, if you're if you're watching us now, um, hopefully that means you've been you've been watching for a while. If that is the case, and you're enjoying what we do, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We are so close. If we can get across that thousand subs by the end of the year, that would be incredible. That is our goal. So if you can help us out with that in any way, shape or form, i.e. clicking a button, uh, that'd be awesome. Please make sure you do. I wouldn't promise to do a hot tub stream if we break a thousand subs this year. I didn't, but I will stand by that promise that was made on my behalf. <laughs> Seeing as I have now been voluntold what to do, I will do it. <laughs> Thank you for volunteering me. I guess I'm now doing- Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, <clears throat> 961. Yep. Let's get a live number. Live number 961. 961. So what I'm hearing Hello. is... I can make 31 fake accounts. No, thank you. You haven't. Yes. Do it. Go do it. Exactly. Go do it. So thank you, everyone. Let us jump into the session. I will do a recap to get us into the uh, into the session. I guess I'm also going to have to maybe behind the scenes figure out what that hot tub stream is going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how comfortable I am with that, but I guess that's what's happening now. Um, so I will go figure that out. Anyway, let me do the recap and let's jump straight back into the session. Our series has been following the adventures of the Tempest Adventuring Guild, specifically a new team consisting of Theo, Luther, Jonor, Grinna, and Tifler. Having become trapped within the realm of Barovia while searching for some missing adventurers, the team have been traveling west in search of a way to escape these lands. Their journey has not been made alone, though. In the town of Valaki, the team met up with Killian, an adventurer from a distant land who has now joined the party. 
The team are on their way to the town of Kresk, accompanying Nikolai and Stella Wokta, the last surviving children of the Wokta house. After losing her mind following an accident with a teleportation circle, Nikolai is hoping that the abbot at Kresk Abbey can help his sister. The party too have need of a healer, Tithler having suffered severe burns only a few days ago, which have yet to be fully treated. After exploring a seemingly abandoned tower on their journey, the team bumped into Esmeralda, a student of Rictavio's, currently attempting to track down her old master. After gifting Esmeralda a whistle, which the team had previously agreed uh, to use as a signal to contact Rictavio again, they parted ways and returned to catch up to the Wachters. Unfortunately, their time at the tower had proved longer than originally anticipated, and the Wachters had moved on ahead. Tracking the path onwards, the team was surprised to find the wagon had turned away from the path to Kresk, instead heading down the road leading to the Wizard of Wine's vineyard. Following the path, the team found themselves in amongst the vines, a blood trail leading from the ruined carriage. Emerging from the blighted soil, a large mass of vines covered in beautiful flowers suddenly rose from the earth and attacked, undead monsters emerging from its bloated form. The team destroyed the corpse flower, but upon its death, a cloud of spores unleashed from its stem, causing the team to black out. The team awoke to find themselves in Blinsky's toy shop, inhabiting the bodies of toys made to look like them. This was, of course, our special Halloween episode, which I strongly recommend you go and watch. Essentially, though, the team made, the, uh, made their way through the toy shop, a perilous journey across the toy shop to reach the front door making and breaking allies along the way, and I don't mean making and forming alliances, I mean making and breaking actual allies, uh, and encountering some incredible toy monsters. We left off last session as the team awaken to find themselves back in the real world. As you uh, all have opened your eyes and, and woken up, I believe Tithler was one of the last one. Was it Tithler and Theo were the last to wake up? No, it was Tithler and Luther were the last to wake up. Yeah, muted has. <laughs> he's still he's pretending to talk. He's still muted. I don't. Do you think he realizes, or is he just pretending? I I was not pretending. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but that uh, didn't answer the question of if you knew you were muted or not. I, I did guess not. <laughs> uh, no, so I, I came through. I think second after I blew yeah. myself up, um, exploding the cube. That's um, right. So I think Killian was first. Um, I was second, and then um, we woke up the the rest of them. Yeah, so as you as you all awaken, you are surprised to find standing over the top of you a large stone plinth rising about a meter off the ground, um, engraved upon a large brass plaque reads Killian, what a butt. And as you look up, you can see a stone statue, a perfect replica of Killian, carved out of beautiful stone. And then suddenly you notice the statue move. Ah, oh, well, everyone's awake now. Come and laugh at the butt face. He's the worst. Nobody likes Killian. Did you know that nobody loves him? His mother threw him out one day. <laughs> and points down at, uh, at Killian. He is still somehow better than Raspip. I, I don't think I, I like that statue. I, I'm going to try and push the statue over. A cantankerous cad. Oh, unhand me, you elf. Uh, as you go to push the statue. Uh, I guess that is going to be a athletics check, please, Grinner. Could I wrangle strength because I'm kind of just shoving? Or That is an athletics check. Athletics. It's just strength. Yeah, how could your athletics be worse than your strength? Uh, yeah, 
As as you go to push the statue, um, the statue sort of bends down and goes, No, 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 please, 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 please. He, you want to keep, push him over? Push him. Oh, he's a cantankerous cat. He's a villainous, vile, ver, ver. and then you just push him over. As you uh, gently sort of stand up, knocking the statue, it sort of waves its arms in a bit of a windmill as it then falls backwards onto the, the mud and with a squelch, starts sinking into the mud a little bit up to its head. Oh, now I'm as filthy as actual Killian. Well, I kind of hope that would break him. Stupid. We could have pushed him on his face. Well, yeah, I didn't really think of that, though, did I? But thank you for pushing it over. It is yeah. not nice hearing my original voice. Trying his best to... T- it's, it's actually... It, it's speaking with a much more sort of aristocratic version of your voice, Killian. It seems to be mocking you almost, as if someone's trying to impersonate your voice and not doing a very good job. Um, like, doing their best to kind of, like, make you seem ridiculous. Look, do you hear that? He's trying to murder a statue. Oh, this man would murder babies if he could. What a disgusting individual. Tifla, could I borrow one of your socks, please? Um, what socks? Probably going to masturbate in it. What a disgusting fellow. (laughs) As he points at Killian. Where the fuck did this thing come from? Um, I do not know. I went to wake uh, Theo up um, and it just sprouted out of the ground. I am the statue that always tells the truth. He said it himself. As he points to Theo. Upon waking, you did say, is that a statue that always tells the truth? (laughs) I I was a bit loopy. It seems like it tells lies now. Maybe? I mean, you do not sound like that unless it's another case like um, Luther, where you have a fake voice. The only one who lies is Killian. Who lies with pigs? Actual pigs. Are you going to let that slide? As he points over at Killian. To pick up some mud and start shoving it in his mouth. Um, okay, I think begin. we can leave the statue alone now. Yes. I should apologize to the people that own this winery. Look, to be fair, we killed a giant murderous flower on their property. I think they owe us. Oh, yeah, we did do that, didn't we? Also, what the fuck just happened? What the shit? What do you mean? You all you all remember your shared dream. <laughs> I will say. Well, we- you, you had the dream too? I, I assumed it was just very realistic when I woke up. I assumed... What, with the tiny little wooden us? Yeah, no, I was there too. And the wooden shark and the exploding eggs? Yeah, and, and all of those... The manus? Yeah, oh, no, let's go. Manus, oh, why did I do that involuntarily? Don't do that again, please. That was just horrifying. We tried to put it out of our minds, and I just... It was scary, and I still don't have a sock. You would need me to go and find you a sock. No, it's fine. I've put mud in his mouth now. Okay. <laughs> am, am I able to go over to the remains of the corpse flower and try and, like, bag up a bunch of spores from that? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. As you, as you wander over to the uh, the destroyed stem of the corpse flower, uh, do you want to make me a nature check? I... Do? Could I perhaps sell you on survival? You can sell me on survival. I was about to say you could do survival as well, so that's perfect. My god. My man. 14. As you begin picking through the remains of the corpse flower, uh, it's it, 
the spores seem to have settled and you notice very quickly that the area around the corpse flower is starting to rot and decay unnaturally quickly as if some sort of like necrotic energy is slowly draining out of this creature as you bag up some spores what sort of container do you what sort of containers do you have on you uh um i have a mess kit so i assume i have a small pot or a yeah i'd say you probably have like a empty bag of um like you, rations you, you got the bag of beans rations. why don't you just mix the spores in with the bag of beans i'm sure there's no consequences for doing that no not doing that not doing that okay as no. you go through your mess kit you, you pull out a, a small pot and you, you scoop up some spores as you scoop them up and pull them away you notice that they are starting to sort of rot quite quickly this dark brown sludge forming around the edges of the of the pot and around the edges of the, the plant matter that you've picked up You're not sure how much longer it's going to last i wonder if i could slap a healing word into it no, is that a to... goo looking up over there and um, theo is it what sorry how's that that plant goop how is it looking is it interesting I... at all no, it is kind of dying before my eyes. I'm, I was hoping to pocket some of this. Perhaps we have another toy party later later on. We find a nice safe camp. But um, I think I would almost rather have <laughs> another um, dream pies than, than this. Yeah, not a pleasant experience. <laughs> All right, I'll, 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 I'll tip out the, the grossly rotting spores. and have, have all the other purple flowers started to die in the area? No, interestingly, most of the other purple flowers seem to still be intact. The main ones around the, the trunk, around the stem of the corpse flower, are rotting away quite quickly. But um, some of the purple flowers that are, are scattered around the vines, particularly the smaller ones, still seem to be doing okay. I ID'd these last time, didn't I? You did. Or someone did. Um, I think you did. Yeah, and because I'm just looking for the notes that i definitely took and i don't have them up at the moment what would they have <laughs> I, i'd make you roll a deception check on that has but uh i don't have that ability to make you in real life roll a deception <laughs> check. Uh, also i know for a fact you're lying um as you as you begin peering through uh your non-existent notes theo I, I mean a lot a lot happens just before it's sort of hard to kind of remember if 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 has is struggling to remember i think it makes sense that theo is struggling to remember as well given that you just experienced a sudden uh, hallucinogenic trip involving blinsky's toy store yeah all right bit loopy um is there any signs of beyond the cart being overturned uh our, our homeboy that we're looking for here nikolai no uh i think you guys checked this last time but I'll, i'm happy to re refresh and, yeah. and rehash this bit as, as all of you begin sort of suddenly remembering oh shit nikolai and stella as you begin like sorting through the turned over wagon begin looking through the remains of the corpse flower there's no signs of nikolai and stella at all in fact as you look through the the cart itself while most of their luggage is still here you can see that there are uh what, the, the two the two backpacks that they'd each been sort of wearing that have been strapped to the back of the cart are gone. And you remember back to the crossroads at the bridge that was just before the turn off to Kresk. Uh, you noticed two sets of footprints walking away from the wagon and walking towards the village of Kresk while the wagon turned left and headed to the Wizard of Wine's vineyard. Hmm. Hmm, Indeed. And we we only found one guard corpse around, didn't we? 
as you begin looking around a little bit closer, you can see that there are two other guard corpses stuffed into the more of the corpse flower. It just didn't have a chance to unleash them on you before you destroyed it. You can see these half-rotten corpses slowly decomposing along with the flower, I should add, quite quickly, leaving behind these bleached bones that sit out on top of the uh, the broken soil. Is there um, any equipment left by them? Is there like any shields or anything like that? Uh, yeah, they, they have left behind their equipment. You can see that they mostly were outfitted with what looks like studded leather armor and short swords. Um, there is a wooden shield engraved with the Wachter family crest, uh, which is the uh, the two crows with the, the large shield behind uh, and a sword in the very center. But, um, and, uh, sorry, and a large tower in the background as well. Uh, but no other, like, the equipment looks like it's been partially damaged, as if it has been damaged by the fight. And then the necrotic energy is slowly eroding the metal on the sword, is eating away at the studs in the in the armor. And the shield itself, the uh, the vines of the, the corpse flower seem to have grown partially through it, splintering the wood and actually breaking the handguard. It, it's still, like, if you, were to, if you were to take this, you could probably try and sell it. Might be might be worth a little bit of money, but... Uh, it's not right. top just, good condition equipment. I'm just looking for a shield at the moment. <laughs> but, uh, so I might be able to repair it for you. That's it's okay. We can find another one, I'm sure. Shields aren't that expensive. No, no problems. But I assume surely, given... Oh, sorry, you, Jonah. Surely there's, um, there's a bit of a havoc going around here. Did, did the farm, rest of the farmers or winemakers see us? I, I glanced into the distance for people noticing us. As you look up, Jonor, you notice that this area here is actually in a little bit of a natural valley. Whereas before, as you came down the main road, you could see the farmhouse on the top of the hill. The pathway along the edge of the vineyard and through this patch that's overgrown out towards the edge of the forest, it's actually obscured by a hill that rises up in the midst of the vineyard, making it very hard to see the farmstead on the other side. In fact, you're not sure this part of the farm is visible from the uh, from the farmstead that you spied from the road. This is a pretty far distance away for a start, and the, the forest as well is providing a bit of cover at the edge. While some of these vines looked like they were cared for a long time ago, you can see where the trellises have been stacked up. Most of the strings have broken and snapped, and you can see that while the vines are looking healthy, they're growing wild, grapes overgrowing on them at the ground underneath them you can see grapes that have rotted and, and have fallen off doesn't look like this part of the vineyard is actually being currently maintained um owen is there with this area that's been neglected is there a radius around this corpse flower that would indicate that it's been neglected because people are just staying away from the dangerous thing or hmm. is it neglected because it's just too far away from the vineyard and they're downsizing it's hard to say just by looking do you want to make me a survival check and you can sort of look for tracks and see how old they are see when it's last been investigated things like that i think a survival check works well here sure so good five grinner <laughs> if there's a great big ugly flower eating people did they shouldn't be going near it makes sense boom yeah, job done <laughs> uh, I, I assume when the walk just pulled up um, stakes at, at Valaki and rolled out here they probably took with them some some money uh, probably in a, a lockbox or something I'd imagine to fuel their adventures in Kresk. is that around or they, uh, has that taken that with yeah. you do you want to make me an uh, investigation check <clears throat> that is a very very good call I would like to make an investigation check 
while we're investigating that, I'd also like mm. to try and work out if there's tracks away from the cart area. Like, have people survived the cart issue? Oh, or- Gruner. Your survival check of five. As you look around, mate, it's just, nah, man, no survivors. All dead. All dead. Hello, it's nice knowing him. Uh, 17, Theo, you begin pulling apart the wagon. Indeed, it does not take you long to find hidden underneath one of the seats a strong box. As you pull it out and give it a bit of a shake, you hear the clink clink of good things inside. It does appear to be locked, however. All right. Um, I found I found their money. I, I assume they got separated due to some misfortune. We should try to re-deliver this to them. Well, no, they're all dead, but we could keep it. Well, um, I mean, we did not see any evidence that that Victor or Stella were dead, and we saw some two footprints leading away from from the cart that to turn off to Kresk. So it's perhaps the the guards ran down here to distract something that was chasing them while they got away on foot. And maybe they're alive. If we get to Kreskin, they're not there. Then, then hell yeah, we we crack his strong box and and we party hard. All right. Perfect, Theo. Do you want to add Wachter strong box to your inventory, please? Um, it's did. an iron case with a large, heavy padlock on the front. Uh, it, it's decently heavy. It seems to weigh roughly about uh, nine, ten kilograms. It's not uh, not a light item. So you tuck That's it away into your bag and shift the weight on your shoulders. Um, but yeah, Grino, as you look around, nah, mate. Nah, no survivors. <laughs> oh, dead. Oh, right. dead. The, um, the skeletons that we were fighting that this thing's yeah. brought back to life, are they... Um, how far gone are they? Are they just rotty bones? Or yeah, so... They- yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ones that it had actually thrown up at you have been uh, decomposing far quicker than those that it hadn't yet regurgitated. As you look around, you can see just bleach bones scattered across the ground where these skeletons had been raised. In fact, the uh, all of the items, all of the, the the sort of rotting flesh that was was across these bones has completely gone, turned into black sludge, which has soaked into the soil. Beautiful, perfectly preserved bleached bones now lie across the uh, the earth underneath the vines of the uh, of the vineyard i'm gonna find if they're that well preserved and yeah. and cleaned i'm gonna find a skull yeah it doesn't take you any time at all you wander up and pick up one of the skulls the jaw immediately falls off and you watch as the teeth begin to sort of like come a little bit loose but otherwise looks good oh shit put that one down and go find one with all its teeth uh, it's all to do with how carefully you pick it up, because obviously, like all of the organic matter that's not calcium, uh, has immediately rotted as a result of the necrotic energy. So, I mean, it does take you a little bit, but you gently pick up one of the skulls. The bottom jaw is always going to fall off; they're only held in place by uh, by ligaments and tendons. But as you as you pick up one of the skulls, uh, the teeth do not fall out; they stay in, te- in in place. I would imagine it takes Grina probably like three goes to realize he needs to be gentle with them. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, maybe so. There's like teeth scattering the ground, a little trail of teeth to track you to Grinner as he wanders around this little area. Look, I made Grinner a friend. <laughs> what was that, Jenna? Um, I was going to go up to one of the purple flowers that seems to have sustained itself and have a look over it for any like evidence of magic sort of emanating from it. 
Yeah, Jonal, as you begin to inspect the flowers, could you make me an arcana or a nature check? Your choice. He's got the power. 20. 20. He's got the power. Jonal, as you begin examining these flowers, because you rolled an arcana check, you're not familiar with the species or the type of flower per se, but as you examine them, yeah, the... Definitely, there's something about these that uh, reminds you of uh, of the corpse flower itself. They don't look like they're the same plant exactly. In fact, as you begin sort of examining them, it seems like these are almost a type of maybe like a distant cousin to the corpse flower. And as you scrape away the dirt and peer at the roots, you can see that the roots have actually embedded themselves into the roots of the vines, the uh, the grapevines nearby. Jonah, while you have a bit of a think about this, it. It occurs to you that there are some creatures that can feed on magic, that can can suck the magic out of creatures and, and live on it. You don't think that's exactly what's happening here. It's not a magic parasite. Maybe it's just a normal parasite. And while the corpse flower feeds on, on uh, human flesh and, and the flesh of animals, this cousin, which looks a little bit similar, you get the sense it's feeding on the plant, maybe the life energy of it. It, it seems to be some sort of necrotic energy it, i wouldn't describe it per se as magical but there is a magic to it so it's, it's almost like a plant that's been partially um maybe like it's been formed by exposure to magic over a long long time same as the corpse flower as you examine the corpse flower with a 20 no natural plant can revive dead creatures with necrotic energy and fling them at people mm. that clearly magic is involved in the creation of such a thing and as you think about that journal it occurs to you that maybe the corpse flower is what happens when you empower one of these with necromantic energy. One of these smaller boys. Uh, boys, I think something's come past here and um, sort of, I mean, quite obviously made some of these creatures evil. It's just a bigger, stronger version of these like life-sucking plants. Um, I'm going to grab the base of the plant and as my hand is sort of like working at the stem, I'm going to cast Firebolt and just like burn it alive and see see what happens to it. Uh, it reacts yeah. any differently. The plant shrivels up, turning to ash and cinders in your hands. The stem, which sort of moves down into the earth, burns partially down before smoldering away into dull embers as you burn it up leaving behind just, unusual. just ash. No, it just seems to react like a normal plant would when you burn it. Yep, very cool. I would say it's a little bit juicier than a, than a, a plant would you'd expect the plant to be. It steams and bubbles as you uh, start pouring the heat into it through the fireball, but that quickly evaporates and, and then the plant catches fire and burns away. More, uh, more succulent than usual, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, no. exactly. The stem particularly. I'm going to pluck one out of the ground and shove it in my bag. Yeah. Um, you may add a uh, parasitic flower to your inventory. Purple purple parasitic cool. flower. It's not on your, like, inner breast pocket, is it? Where it's got closer access to your skin? Nah, more in the backpack. Okay, cool. That's okay. I had pocket. I had, I had pocket before. I did, hear, <laughs> I did hear tuck it in my pocket before, before he knew what it was called. <laughs> pocket it is pocket of his bag okay <laughs> <laughs> Jono as, as you examine this plant you're very confident that it it only attacks and drains the life force from plants uh, 
as long as you are not a plant, you get the sense you're probably safe. All good. Probably. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add to that. Cool. Alrighty. I hand over to, to all of you guys. The cart lies still. The bodies of the guards lay strewn across the ground. Um, having raided the uh, raided the cart, you have that strong box. You can still see there are two more trunks full of clothing and other items strapped to the back of the wagon. Two more trunks, one full of supplies and food has been overturned and smashed on the ground, spilling out what looks like a Quite a few days worth of rations just tumbled onto the earth. Grin is definitely picking those up um, to resupply on, on foodie goodies. Grinner, but I if, also, you, if you pick up all of them, feel free to add 20 days worth of rations to your backpack. <laughs> I will do that. You're picking up all um, of them and shoving them in your bag? Yeah. I'll, I'll hang on to these lot. Uh, just sing out when you get hungry, you lot. All right. Um, I also want to have a look and see if there is anything uh, the Grinner might consider to be a weapon that wouldn't be standard. Hmm. The spokes of the wagon wheel are made of strong, sturdy wood. If you were to remove one of those, you'd have a very good club. If you were going for something a bit more esoteric, a femur. <laughs> a femur is quite a long, hefty bone with a... Um, a club-like end where it joins onto the hip. There's a few spare femurs dotting the place. Uh, is there? Uh, is there a? If you were to stick some teeth into that, you'd have a makeshift mace or morning star. <laughs> <clears throat> Grin is going to take um, one of the remaining intact wagon wheels off, assuming there is any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wagon. The, so the the wheels themselves aren't completely shattered. If anything, it's actually the the main body of the cart that has been broken open. The wheels look like they've survived fairly well. Cool. Grin is gonna have a wagon wheel. A whole wagon wheel. You're gonna take a wagon wheel with you. Correct. That means like the biggie. That's really yeah. heavy. Uh, yeah. Do you want to make me a? Uh, I'm just gonna get a flat athletics check, please, just to see how well you're carrying this and can I will he, be checking in with more of these and you will be taking points of exhaustion if you're not good instead? yeah can I do strength instead you can do strength instead if you like roll with less uh, <laughs> less pluses I'm, you do you, do, oh, you pick a two it's a 10 grinner <laughs> as you pick this up this was I mean, a pretty I'm wheeling it though. I'm not just picking it up I'm, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, roll I, I mean, smart enough to wheel a wheel heaven heaven oh, forbid man. heaven forbid you try <laughs> and wheel a wheel through quite a tightly packed vineyard even if you follow the cart the pathway the cart had made smashing through the trellises and breaking through the vines i mean the undergrowth is choked with overgrown vines and, and bits of detritus stones and rocks it's not an easy wheel to wheel either it's a it's almost as tall as you are this was a big cart like four or five people could sit on this comfortably with room for a driver up the front as well and additional luggage space on top the wagon wheel at the back for efficiency is much much bigger than probably you were expecting. And as you go to roll this, Grinner, this is going to be hard work. Like, you already know so, immediately this is going to be tough. What you're telling me is that this is a really bad idea? <laughs> Fuck off. Don't laugh uh, at that. <laughs> I'm laughing at what I'm going to do to you for that. Um, I guess this is a really bad idea, <laughs> is what Grinner thinks. <laughs> Grinner just kind of giggles to himself a little bit as he fails to push this thing anywhere. What does Grinner giggling sound like? I'm just having trouble picturing that in my mind. 
<laughs> that seems like more of a guffaw. A giggle, much it must be much higher pitched. Surely, a giggle is something like a bit more tee hee hee. <laughs> we got him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got him. That matches the facial facial hair much closer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, Grinner. Yeah, this is gonna be can tough. We clip that. Is that what we're doing? We clip can that? if you want to. I can too if you like. Uh, yeah, Grinner. You, you, as you've been pushing this, like, you can continue and persist. This is gonna be tough. Otherwise, if you want to smash it and remove one of the uh, the wheels, one of the wheel spokes, probably gonna be a bit easier. Grinner ain't no quitter. Grinner ain't no quitter. Perfect. Uh, while Grinner hefts this off the axle and then begins pushing it along, what are the rest of you doing? Shall we begin heading up to the, the winery, see what's going on? Maybe they've seen these people and we do still have to order wine for, for the lucky. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, so let's begin heading uphill. Um, so my question is, did you want to sort of move through the vineyard itself, through the... the the um the vines and trellises set up along the pathway or did you want to make your way back to the main road and approach through the the open gates and the and the main road that does does lead up towards the the house on the hill that does lead up towards the the farmstead probably whatever looks faster i mean i i think we're trying to be respectful here and i know this is new for us um but perhaps we should just go on the road since you know we want things from these people the road's going to be a touch easier for Grinner's stupid wheel. Uh, well, it's uphill, so I don't think. You know what they say about, you know, stones and moss. What, if you roll them downhill, that? they'll eventually hit Grinner in the head. No, yeah. that's, that's fruit while he's in the, the stockade. Ah, oh, okay. That's too soon. That's too soon, my good friend. I've tried. I'm trying to reform my ways. That's what actually what this effort was. I was trying to be more respectful of people's wishes and perhaps not sneaking up from them from the back of their vineyards while they're expect while they have a road to go up to their house. I don't know why anyone is still letting me talk. I'm clearly not going to stop unless I get interrupted. <laughs> I just don't know why. why Times like this, I wish you... I had an NPC there. <laughs> I just don't know why you want to go around the back. We could go around the front. It's just simpler. I know Grin is simple. It's okay. gonna work oh, for oh, everyone. Okay, let's go. Let's go around the front. It, it, it honestly does not matter. It's just as okay, long as you if you want to, Theo, we can go up the front. I think Grin has started trying to go up the hill. It follows a wheel. Grinner, it is we? tough going. As you try and wheel this up the hill, turns out the way the vineyard has been set up, no one spent time flattening this land. That was just a small hill to start with. It's nothing. That was just keeping you guys hidden. The main hill, the larger hill, which the farmstead is built on top of, it's really steep at parts. And as you spend the next 20 minutes trying to push this wheel up this hill, uh, you are going to take a point of exhaustion. This is hard work. (laughs) This is tough. Unless... No, I'm going to say it's done at this point. As you get to the top of the hill and abandon the wheel and look over. Can I, can I say something halfway up the little hill? Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> Tithla says, um, I think I need to practice my balancing. So, And then she starts to climb up Grinner to try and stand on the wheel while it's being pushed up to then walk on the wheel. I think Grin is a little too tired to actually do anything about that. He's going to let that happen. <laughs> 
Perfect. As you guys make your way through the vineyards, as you as you get to the top of the smaller that's hill, a, and that's down, a six on the acrobatics. Just so you, you know, immediately so fall <laughs> off uh, into the into the into the uh, into the vines and get tangled in the trellises, Tithler. The grapes sort of swooshing up against your face. Uh, unfortunately, Ow. these grapes are very ripe, and the slight acidity oh, yeah. of them in your burns—it's un- it's uncomfortable. Ow. Where do I find exhaustion on our uh, DNB Beyond sheet? That's a good question. It should be under the it should be in conditions, conditions down the bottom. Ah, lovely. Thank you. No problemo. Happy to help. <laughs> uh, as, as you do get to the top of the smaller hill and look back, looking down into the valley, even from the top of this little hill, the way the forest has grown out over near the edge of the vineyard makes it hard to see much detail. In fact, only because you know what to look for do you spy the overturned wagon. And as you follow the the shattered vines and trellises back towards the main road, it, it's it's yeah even a little bit hard to see from the top of this smaller hill. Grinner persists in continuing with this farce with the wagon wheel, uh, so much so that as you get halfway up the slightly larger hill, again walking for about twenty minutes, as I said before, as you get halfway up the hill, you hear a voice call out to you. Those of you looking up notice a figure step out on the uh, the top of this slightly smaller sorry this slightly larger hill um slightly smaller rise at the very top uh over near the farmstead take a step out and holding a large heavy crossbow call out to all of you that's far enough strangers who are you and what are you doing in my vineyard what do you mean it's a vineyard we have come for wine it's sort of Normally, people who come for wine take the main road, not stomp about through the delicate vines, pushing a wagon wheel? Yeah, truthfully, normally vineyards do not have undead summoning corpse flowers that we then politely take care of, so, you know, maybe cut us some slack? Pauses and looks at you. Where? Where was this? You know down where all those purple flowers are and all the dead bodies? Yeah. Uh, back down the it's the bottom of the it's out there the flower was like 15 foot tall I kind of find it difficult to believe you've not seen it uh, we do not patrol the outer areas of the vineyard anymore it has gotten too dangerous we're just down the hill here oh, I, what do you mean De- like you clearly know this. what else in there is dangerous besides the murder flower he shakes his head Clearly, I've not been in Barovia long. Come, come to the top. If you are truthful in what you say, there's a, a tap room. You can rest and I will offer you some uh, some wine tasting there. If you are here to do business, no harm will befall you. But I warn you, if you are here for trouble or for mischief, you will find it. Can I ask a question? Of course, young child. How do you define mischief? And what if we're here for a little bit of both? If you're here for childlike mischief, I have no complaints. If you are here for mischief to uh, damage our reputation, to mess with our wine or our vineyards, or to push a giant fucking wagon wheel through the delicate new growth that is occurring on these very carefully maintained trellises, as he gives a very sharp look towards Grinner, I would ask you to stop. Okay, well, we wouldn't do any of that, so we're all good then. Thank you. No, but, um, yeah, few few wines and maybe some mischief will occur. Um... Before we head in, though, um, 
we were following the trail of some of our friends. We found their cart and a few of their unfortunate bodies down with said flower. Have, has anyone else made their way up in the last couple of hours? No, we have not seen... Uh, we have not had any visitors come through for about three days. That is I'm sorry, your friends very, have not made it yet. Um, well, yes, we'll, we took care of your corpse flower, so... Um, you're welcome. Thank you. Very much. I will send one of my sons to investigate this, uh, the site of this corpse flower, you call it. A large purple flower that uh, bodies come out of, no? Yeah, very, very, very large flower. How large are we talking? The last one we saw was only about the size of a person. This was, I mean, roughly four, yeah. four times the square feet of a, of a regular person. Ah, oh, they're getting bolder. Hmm. Not bigger. Bigger, not bold, big. They had their hair. I mean, the flower did not have hair, did it? He well, it had flowers, which I assume is, a, is, the, is the hair of the plant. Uh, you do not sound surprised to hear of the flower. Have you, you've had them before? Uh, we have had other such monsters come. I will tell you more when you come up the hill. As you walk up and get a little bit closer, you can see this figure looks much older than his voice sounds. Um, while his voice sounds like that of a, a probably like a middle-aged man, you can see that his hair is white grey, dressed in uh, what looks like probably I would say what were once fine clothing, but have been aged, and it looks like they've been dyed as well to be a much more uniform, darker grey colour. Um, very neatly kept moustache and beard, again in that sort of white, silver grey. Uh, very shrewd, dark brown eyes that peer at you underneath these very thick, overgrown, bushy eyebrows. As you get to the top of the hill, Grinner thoroughly exhausted by this point. Um, Grin, as you, as you I, stack your wagon wheel against the edge of the barn. Oh no, go, you go. I was going to say, if he seems to be taking offence to me wheeling this thing up the hill, I'm probably just going to leave it um, wedged in the ground. And carry on without it. Mm. Not gonna let it roll back down. I mean, if it goes on its own, if it's not gonna cause damage on its own, then I'll let it go. But if it is, then I'll just kind of rest it up against one of the trellis posts. It's, this is a very heavy wagon wheel. These trellis posts are very thin. I, I would even say, Grinner, in your exhausted state, you know that leaning this against a post is gonna result in a splintered post and some crushed vines underneath this wagon wheel. Is it going to stand on its own right, given how far it's squished into the soil? You're on a hill at the moment. If, if it's uh, just light enough that you can roll this without it immediately bogging down, it's also just light enough to roll on its own. You think, unfortunately, if you want this to stay where it is, you're going to need to put it down, or you're going to need to get it to the top of the hill and place it up against the barn at the very, very top. Top of the hill it is. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you carry on, Grinner. By the time you get to the top, you are drenched in sweat, puffing and panting, having very much earned that exhaustion point that you have now taken. As you gently rest the, the wagon wheel against the edge of this barn, you can see that the top of the hill actually plateaus out, and there are a number of residents that have been set up at the very top of the hill. It looks like this is a, um, a very well-maintained uh, farm area. As you look across, you can see that there is a, a much larger, um, much larger barn that has been set up that you've, you've rested the wagon wheel against. As you look inside, you can see a number of 
uh, apparatus that are probably designed for, for brewing and designed for the creation of wines, as well as a very large vat with a series of pipes coming out of it that probably is used for bottling. The main house itself, this sort of farmstead set just behind it along the gravel pathway, sits a little bit closer to the the road that heads down to the main road. And you can actually see a, a parking bay for carriages, a small stables area, and a little parking bay for carriages out the front. Next to it, next to this two-story farmstead, is uh, what looks like an open plan dining area, like a beer garden almost, that's been set up among the vineyards. Um, Vines grow up around the trellises. There's a canopy of leaves across the top, and you can see some tables and chairs have been set up, as well as a small serving bar just back from the, the seating area. As you get to the top of the hill, the figure nods and holds out his hand to shake yours, the crossbow going down, but you can see his hand falls to a dagger on his belt. Davian Matikov. I am the, uh, I guess you could say, a sommelier and owner of the Wizard of Wines. Did you I do not look... Oh, sorry. sorry oh, you, I go, saw you, you go, you go, you go. Um, does that name check out with the name that, um... Gunther told me to meet with? Yeah, you were told to yeah, catch uh, up with Davian Martikov, definitely. And as you hear the name Martikov, that name rings a bell for some reason. You've heard someone with that name as well. Good. Pleasure to meet you, Damien. Um, we are the Tempest Adventuring Guild plus Killian. Yes. Uh, hello there. You, you, you had the look of uh, Outlanders. Well, you better come up and uh, take a seat. It's been some days since we had some people coming through. I hope you're here to place an order, not just to uh, drink free wine. No, no, just just the free wine, sir. <sighs> I kid, I kid. We come, we come from um, Gunther Arasek. He wishes to, to place an order. Gunther? Ah, it has been some time since he sent a message through. Uh, I'm guessing he has given you a meager amount of gold and is hoping to purchase my best my best wine. Yes, 100%. That is the arrangement. He said you'd know what he was asking for. We're having a a big party in, in Valaki to celebrate the change in leadership. What? What change in leadership? Uh, there was a peaceful uprising. And hmm. The Baron is deposed and now a much nicer gentleman is in place. And dead. The Baron is unfortunately um, less than living. Uh, you watch as Davian spits on the ground. <sighs> May the earth lay light upon his body. Was no fan or friend of the Baron. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? He's super dead. Good. Actually, I'm going to say, probably in Barovia, the curse would be "May the earth lie heavy on your body" because you don't want your enemies coming back as undead. So probably it's the opposite of what. The actual like but is that uh, then potentially a sign of respect that they're so powerful you really need to make sure <laughs> they don't come back I, i'm gonna go back to uh, back to the original made the earth lie light upon their body so that i can kill them twice that's how much i hate them <laughs> mm, mm. perfect and how much you don't respect their ability yeah exactly he was a brutal man not one that i uh i enjoyed doing business with i am pleased to hear that he is gone and that the town has something to celebrate uh, hopefully the new the new uh, Reeve, Mayor, um, Sheriff. I think, I think we stuck with Baron for now, but um, it's not going to be a hereditary title. I think we'll change that over once we... Um, I mean, it's not for us to decide. We are we were merely agents in in that event, not um, not great political minds. So. 
So you're telling me you had the chance to take control of the town, to, to take over it yourselves, and you put someone else in place and set up a system where that person could be replaced easily in future, if there were yeah. problems. I mean, we do not want to stay here. We wanted to do what's best for the people, and we then want to kind of go home. Remember Outlanders? You watch as he squints at you as if not really believing what you're saying, but as he searches your face for any sign of deception, he doesn't find it. He was just kind of like nodding us, huh? Please be welcome. If you were here just to drink, I would not be offended. Not if you have done a good deed by the people of Alaki. I have, uh, I have family there too. And please do hear that they are in a better shape now than they were before. Yeah, your, your last name, it, um, it sounds familiar. Uh, have you been to the Blue Water Inn? Oh, yes, 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 we have. We stayed there our entire stay. And how did you find it? It's nicer than most of the town. Hmm. My cousin runs that place. Oh, yes. Is it not that he gives you he gives you the whiskey? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you want this wheel? I don't want that wheel at all. <laughs> Why would I want? Why would I want a? Oh, actually. Uh, he sort of like takes a moment, measures, and goes, "Nah, it's too big. I don't want that wheel." Well, can I park it somewhere? It's, it's, I don't want to be holding it up anymore. Just put it against the barn. But you better take it with you when you leave. Alright. <laughs> you watch this little grin flits across Davian's face as he nods. As he turns away from Grinner so Grinner doesn't see this and he gives a bit of a wink to Theo. How well, far away is the barn? Uh, oh, you're right next to the barn. The, the way you've come up is next to the barn at the top of that little rise. Um, as the rest of you, as, as, as Grinner parks his wheel and then rushes to catch up with you, as you, as you make your way across the, the large open driveway, this gravel pathway that then leads back down towards the main road, passing through and meandering through the vineyard, um, you can see inside the house uh, what looks like a, a silhouette of a person in the kitchen. And in fact, you can kind of hear the sound of uh, a voice singing softly, very sweet melody, a, a woman's voice. Uh, coming out from the inside of the house. Um, Davian gives a bit of a smile and gestures you all away from the homestead and towards the outdoor seating area. And as he takes you there, you can see that the tables and chairs have actually been assembled from old wine barrels. As he seats you down on some stools, um, gives a bit of a, a nod and gives a very rare smile. Goes, well, preference, white, red, sparkling, still, sweet, dry, peppery, full-bodied, light-bodied, Milk. You've come to the Wizard of Wines Vineyards, where mm -hmm. the best, the best grapes, the most succulent and perfect grapes, are hand-picked, fermented, Hand. distilled into the most beautiful wine that you could ever taste. And you are asking me for a cup of milk. Oh, I was just inquiring. I can get you milk. Oh, thank what, you. What about beer? We got beer. No, we don't have any beer. <laughs> do you have a, a sparkling red? We have a sparkling red, of course we do. We are not animals, as he looks at you. <laughs> don't, don't know if I should be offended, but... Um... <laughs> oh, that wasn't... Yeah, sorry, I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> it's open for interpretation. <laughs> Bit racist, but okay. <laughs> uh, yes, one, one sparkling red, please. We've got two. I can give you a taste of uh, each. You can tell me what you prefer. One is a bit sweeter. One is a bit drier. Yep. By all means. 
Yeah, well, and I'll have whatever you think I would like. Well, you like beer and whiskey from the sounds of it, given what you said. So I will find something that you might like. Probably the strongest thing you have, I would recommend. With the impression. We have some paint stripper that I use to... Yes, maybe that will be appropriate. Look, if you dyed it red, he would probably think it's fine, so... Well, I, I, I would like something a little bit first quenching, not just something that's going to take my fucking intestines out my asshole. We I, do I, have I, some... Uh... Well, that's a character arc if ever I've heard one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do we do have some... Uh, sometimes if a batch of wine is not quite as good as we would like or we have a, a lot of the sweeter fruit, sometimes we use it to... Uh, Ferment it down into a more like a vodka. Can... Yeah, yeah. Give, give us a shit batch. I'll have that stuff. It's not shit. Sure. <laughs> Just rocking out to a vineyard and say, "Can I have your shit as mine?" You, you, Blondie, as he looks towards Jono. What do you want to drink? Yeah, I am. Uh, sweet white would be uh, preferable. Let's uh, put my favorite back in uh, the. Library halls, we would study having sp uh, sparkling whites, some um, sweet whites rather. Yep, Gandu, easy. You, hooded one, as he looks at Killian. Uh, I will take uh, either a sweet white like my friend there or uh, a, a rose if you have one. I try to avoid the red. We do indeed have a, a batch of rose. That is not a popular drink here in. Uh in Borovia, but I like to keep on. The wife particularly likes it, and I don't mind the flavor if it's a hot summer's day, so I, I will go and fetch that, yes. And you? Red-eyed one, as he sort of peeks over at uh, Luther and Oh, I'll probably have the glasses up. I got so the glasses up. And you, it. you bespeckled one. I would love a dry red. I think red that's... Red. I have a yes. Temple of Nilo that I think you would quite like. It's quite dry, but not too... Uh, it's much more of a smoother uh, dry red. Can it be served in a bat? Can I serve it in a bat? <laughs> what do you want me? Like a? Is this like a type of glass? I've not heard of bat before. Is this? <laughs> is this a glass from where you are from? Yes, it's a cultural thing. So, wait, so you name the sizes of your glasses after animals. So what? It goes like a bat, bear. Luther, no, that's the biggest. That's the biggest. What is the smallest? Yeah. Well, that's a mosquito. Ah, fits. Guess what's in the middle? A squirrel? Nothing! There's only two sizes! Ha ha ha! You got me. You. Well done. I tricked you, so well, good. Well done. And for the child, the, I will um, fetch milk. I told Luke's you there's in mischief. Uh, Luke is gonna start sweating when he realizes that Theo saw the bat capri. <laughs> <laughs> the bat pre son. <laughs> As, uh,. As Davian uh, walks away, uh, heading not behind the bar as you probably would have expected, but actually back into the homestead, you, you're left alone for a, for a moment. The area here is beautiful. It looks like a wonderfully maintained, well-designed vineyard. I mean, it could see easily 30, 40 people. The wagon outside, the wagon bay outside is, is empty. The, the stables clearly haven't really been looked after. There's no horses in the stables at all. In fact, the hay looks like it is in desperate need of changing. The place has been deserted of guests for more than just a couple of days. Business doesn't look like it's been good for a while. To be fair, traveling in Barovia is a bit shit. It is a bit shit. This isn't too far from Kresk, though. You know that, I mean, it only took you 
uh, about an hour from the crossroads. Uh, you're not sure exactly how far Kresg is from that crossroads north, but let's say it's similar or a little bit longer. That's still only a two-hour journey. I mean, I don't know about you, but if if I was in Barovia, I would travel two hours to get shit-faced and not have to deal with the world of Barovia, personally. As Davian returns holding a platter with uh, wine glasses in place, uh, he places them down each in front of you. Your, your order is given to you. Uh, for Grinner, you're given uh, what looks like a small glass filled with a slightly pink-tinted transparent liquid. Um, Jonah, you're handed a sweet white. Killian, you're handed a rosé. Luther, uh, a dry red. And uh, Theo, you're given a sparkling red. Um, Tithla, true to his word, a glass of milk is handed to you. <laughs> Uh, Tithla just grabs it with two hands like a big mug and has a big drink and has a milk moustache. Begins enjoying. Yeah, it's, look, it's quite nice. Um, perfect. Is it goat milk? Uh, you're not sure from the taste immediately. Um, <laughs> I, look, Can I make a survival check? Sure. Do you want to find <laughs> out what type of... Oh, my God. Absolutely. Uh, that's a nine. nine. It could be goat milk. Nah, man. Hard to say. You don't know. Okay, because we don't want goat milk. Okay. Um, as the, uh, the, the as you enjoy the wines, as you take a moment to sip, um, emerging from inside the vineyard is a woman. She looks to sort of be about maybe in her mid to to late twenties. Um, very dark black hair and again those very dark brown eyes. As she emerges from inside the the homestead. Um, holding a basket of what looks like bread and a small plate of butter. She uh, she gives you all a bit of a smile as she wanders over and places the basket down in front of you. Davian at this point has headed back inside and wanders out just behind her with a glass of his own that he pulls up. And as he pulls up a seat next to you and sits down, gives this uh, this woman a smile. Yes. Thank you, Stefania. Uh, if you wanted to hang around, you're more than welcome to. Oh, no, that's okay, Father. I have some more chores to do. I, I will. Uh, I'll come back out in a bit. She gives you a nod. Smiles to all of you pleasantly and then heads back inside. Davian nods to the bread basket. Please, uh, you're going to drink a lot of wine tonight, which I, uh, I'm going to try and convince you to do. You probably should have uh, some bread to help soak it up. Can I, um, first and foremost, take out two gold and put them on the table? I know you said this shit was all free. That I don't, I don't think, I don't know how that works around here. Uh, that, take that. Uh, normally, uh, people get one glass for free, and then uh, glasses after that they pay a couple of copper for to taste the wines, and then they can have a discount on any barrels or, or bottles of wine they want to take home. Given that you were instrumental in helping to remove corrupt and dangerous leadership from the town of Alaki, I would be remiss to not offer you wine for free. So while I thank you for your honesty and upfrontness in trying to offer me gold, uh, your coins are no good here. I, I do not want them. I do not care for them. And he slowly slides them back across the table towards you, Grinner. I, uh, I have another way that I want to thank you, and that is with wine. And I do not want you to cheapen it with talk of commerce or, or trade or barter. This is a thank you. Well, look, I appreciate that, but looking around this place, it looks like you haven't had many people through for a while. No, we have had better business. That is true. Uh, 
my grandfather's time, we could uh, we could outfit weddings here. We would have people travel from miles around to to visit. But unfortunately, it's not the same anymore. What the fuck happened? Barovia is getting worse, darker, much more dangerous. Look, it's never been a great place. My ancestors, uh, there are stories, journals from many of my kin, my grandfather and my grandfather's grandfather that talk of the monsters that roam these lands, but it is getting worse. I know everyone looks back on the good old days with fondness, and I'm an old man, and I'm allowed to do that. But I do worry for my children, and my children's children. Because I see, even in my own lifetime, how this place has become darker and more dangerous. I... I do not know why. It is a mystery that I would, uh, would love to know the answer to. One day. If I live that so, long. What, is there just more dangerous creatures around, or are the people getting more crazy? What, what do you mean? That's, uh, a bit of everything. I mean, the... These freaks over at Yester Hill, uh, they were never so much of a problem. Uh, when I was younger, they are getting worse. I've heard stories of hags taking children, growing in power over towards the uh, the east. Yes, the werewolves attacking to the south and to the north. You mentioned freaks at Yesterhill. Yeah, they uh, they call themselves a druid circle, but they are unlike any druid circle I've heard of before. And we have had a few adventurers come through in the past who were uh, claimed to be members of a druid circle and called these these people abominations for what they did. I don't know many details, but uh, they seem intent on claiming these lands, blighting them, turning them into the dark reflections of, of Yester Hill. Is, Is that what's been, been disrupting your vines and making the outer vineyard be dangerous? Well, that's, that was my best guess. We're not sure exactly what is going on, but for the last few few weeks, every so often we would find areas at the edges of our vineyard destroyed. When we set up guards, when I had other members of the family investigate, uh, it started to escalate. Occasionally we'd catch glimpses of these figures. Humans, looks like Barovians for the most part, but... Uh, they have like sections of bark going, growing on or through their skin. It's very unnatural. And when we started to spot them, that's when the blights began to come. Have you ever seen blights before? Like animated plants made of twigs or vines or leaves, thorns. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we just killed one of them, did we? No, I think the cold flower was much worse than a, a blight. I've, I've seen many, many blights. They're usually small, easy to take care of. These ones are bigger, and they have been getting bigger and more dangerous. But they don't spew corpses at you, though? No, that's something else. I had seen some of the purple flowers at the edges of the uh, the eastern side... No, sorry, the western side of the vineyards, and we tore them up. Uh, when we did, a larger flower, about the size of a man, burst out of the grounds and began flinging corpses at us. We were able to burn it, but... Uh, not before I lost... Uh, well, not before I lost someone. I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, is this the Hill? Is it nearby? That is uh, not not that close. You would be, if you are walking cross-country, it is quite a distance away from here. You would be bush-bashing, I think the people call it. Bush-bash through bush. Uh, it, is, it is quite a bit away from here. 
um, you would be traveling for a number of hours. Uh, if you were to take the main road, uh, while it would get you a little bit closer, a little bit quicker, you have to keep in mind that you would still be, uh, well, passing along in, in plain sight. Uh, it would probably take you again a, a few hours to get there. Be passing through the Svalich Woods. And Yesterhill itself is... Uh, is enormous, massive mound rising out of the ground. Forest has died away underneath it. At the very center, an enormous tree grows. Vast, the biggest tree I've ever seen. But no leaves. Somehow it seems to grow bigger every year. Okay, but is the Yester Hill is within one day's walk from here, yes? It is within a day's walk, yes. Well, I'm... I can't speak for all of my friends, but I I would like to go there and take care of them. I, as a druid myself, I find the idea of those who've become abominations to nature rather offensive. Look, if, if you are if you are interested in going and investigating, um, I would not refuse the help. I, I would warn you to be careful if uh, if you were to make that journey. The uh, the druids there have been known to be, uh... Sometimes they can be friendly to strangers, sometimes not. Just be careful. Uh, have you ever heard of anything called the Heart of the Land? Heart of the or, Land? Or a, a, a heart that these druids have? Hearts? Uh... Not the Heart of the Land or, or the Heart that the heart that the, the druids have, but I... Can you make me a persuasion check, please? Uh, please, Theo. Like sort of, he looks like he wants to tell you something, but he kind of falters a little bit and goes quiet for a moment. Twelve. Mm. Can I... Did we get an inspo from... We had an inspiration last session, didn't all we? Of you, all of you gained an inspiration as a result of the Halloween one-shot for your incredible costumes. Can I pop that in? Yeah, roll it again, yeah. absolutely. Watch it get worse. Natural you got worse! 11. We'll take the 12 in that case. Um, yeah, Theo, as, as, you, as you sort of nudge him, how, how, would, you, how would you ask someone uh, a little bit awkwardly for more information? How would you, how would you do it? Look, I, I can tell you have something to tell me, uh, or that you, that you know and do not want to share. Um, knowledge is, is valuable here, so... I'm happy to go as a mm. favor to you if you if you tell us what what you know. We already took care of the corpse flower. We're clearly capable of taking care of problems. These druids sound like a blight on the land. So if you tell us this, it, it will help us deal with them. Well, I've not heard of the heart of the land or the heart, but I, sometimes. My family and I have referred to the, the gemstones that we keep here as the heart of the vineyard. There are three stones that emit a soft, glowing light. Uh, we use them to help grow the vines. Uh, they are no larger than a pine cone. Uh, we, have, we have three of them here that we use to help keep the, uh, keep the vines alive. Sometimes we've called them the, the heart of the vineyard. Mostly we call them magic seeds. They're not seeds, though. They're gemstones. I don't actually know where that name came from. Are they, uh, are they actually magical? Oh yes, yes, they emit a soft, glowing light at all times uh, that plants seem to drink in 
and uh, and grow very vibrant. <laughs> I would like to say that it is our uh, our green thumbs that make the uh, the vines grow, but uh, just, there are a couple of reasons why we are called the Wizard of Wines. One is that we use magic to grow our vines. Are they are they still nice and shiny, or have they yes, got less shiny? Them. No, they've been they've been fine. There are no no changes. We keep them well polished and well looked after. They they are all all three are, are looking good. So no no problems with any of them. Okay. I was just wondering because you said things aren't working so good, so maybe maybe oh, they're less more, shiny. More the, uh, the some of the machinery recently has we've had some problems with some of the machinery. We had a, a, a important gear used to help uh, churn the wine uh, crack the other day, and uh, it has been expensive to go and get the replacement from uh, from Kresk. In fact, we're still waiting for the uh, still waiting for the coachman to come and deliver the new uh, replacement gear. We are using a wooden cog for the moment, but it is not up to the task. It is too much uh, torque power for the uh, for the gear to handle. Talks? Uh, I guess so. Like this one does, it groans under the weight of the the, the gears around it. But that's but, not good. No, that's why we're waiting for metal one from Kresk. You're probably pretty close to hitting your ultimate tensile strength with that. Then that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Those little gems you've got a bit of magic coming out of. I think yeah. um, if I might be able to tell you a little bit more about them because I have a. An affinity with uh, the Arcana, I could identify this uh, more if that would be of interest to you. Oh, that's that is okay. A, a kind offer, but uh, we we are we know all the functions of the gemstones. Uh, my family has had them for generations. We uh, we have studied them, and I myself am not uh, unfamiliar with magic. But thank you. That's well, very kind of you. No, no, no worry. If you do happen to head to Kresk, if you want to follow up on the uh, the gear for me. Uh, if you can speak to the blacksmith there, Johan, uh, I would be most grateful. Just to check and make sure that it's finished and why there has been a delay in getting it delivered. Just we can do that one for you. If you, yeah, if you happen to be in the area, that would be great. Yes, we are heading to Kresk. Um, how, how was the wine, by the way? Was it good? Oh, yeah. Um, the wine is stunning. I'm going to say during this, um, as, you, as you all finish your tasters, uh, you watch as uh, you watch as his daughter um, Stefania comes back out with a few more bottles and places them on the table. And whereas for the first wine he gave you all a choice, now he kind of takes you on a bit of a journey through a number of different tasting uh, notes through the different wines. Um, for those of you who are who are drinking wine at the same pace Davian is, I'm going to need a Constitution saving throw. Grinner, you're drinking moonshine. I'm going to need a Constitution <laughs> saving throw from you too, please, buddy. <laughs> Sure, because I'm trying to drink it at the same pace as the wine drinkers. Yeah, too. I was thinking that. Um, anyone who's drinking the wine like a more sensible person, because Davian downs this like it is water. Anyone who's drinking at a more sensible pace does not need to worry about their uh, con saves. Oh, I hate charisma. That's bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably just sipping it. Sipping away. Perfect. My milk is really yummy. Oh, it sounds like there's some fun things going on in the background of uh, Jared's house. I heard, oh, for the fucks. As they think <laughs> Uh, alrighty, Jonor, 19. Jonor, fucking boss. Um, Grinner, 13. Theo, 11. Um, Tithla, your milk is, is is pleasant. Unidentified where the animal's from, but probably it was quadrupedal. Probably from Barovia. Probably, probably mammal. Probably quadrupedal. Well, it has to be a mammal, because only mammals can produce milk, but uh, probably quadrupedal. 
I don't know. I'm pretty Not sure I saw this snake this it's one actually, time. It's actually the definition where the word mammal comes from. It's actually from mammary. So it has to well, be a mammal. Uh, that's, that's in hey. your Queen's English. Tell that, damn like I speak that. Tell that to the almond. That's not exactly. me. <laughs> that is that, that is almond juice, owl. and we all know it. <laughs> um, Owen, hello. Is a con save an ability check? E no, not no. really. It's like a it's okay. a stat saving check. Is, yeah, yeah. Good. Lucky. Different. Because you're wondering if you had disadvantage because of your exhaustion. Correct. No yeah. ability checks are the ability checks are things like athletics, arcana, things like that. Oh, so saving. Checks. If you go down through the levels of exhaustion, you'll see in a couple it says disadvantage on saving throws. Yeah. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Jonor and Grinner. The Jonor, I mean, you are no stranger to a good glass of wine, and these are good glasses of wine. I mean, probably that's your main drink of choice back at the university. You know how to pace yourself mm, with wine. Yeah, and you've probably been to wine tastings before. I mean, your family is fairly affluent. I'd say that this isn't Jonor's first wine tasting, probably not the first vineyard you've been to. You know to pace yourself with a bit of water to help cleanse your palate. You're taking little nibbles of bread between as well. You're doing this very properly with a 19. Uh, you are not shit-faced in the slightest. You are enjoying the wine immensely. It is delicious. Grinner. Yeah, mate, the moonshine is is good moonshine. There's a nice burn. It's smooth, a lot smoother than you were expecting for a vodka made out of essentially failed wine grapes. It's good. This is good shit. Um, you are pleasantly tipsy. Theo, you're buzzing, man. You, you, this is This is a revel. Uh, you drink <laughs> this like it is fey wine. Bread is for those who do not wish to enjoy the main event when it comes to enjoying alcoholic beverages. Um I mean, and this water? Why would you drink water when there's perfectly good wine right in front of you? Water's unsafe. What? I mean, water can host all sorts of bacteria. Yeah. I mean, things live in water. Do, do, do frogs and salamanders and newts, do you reckon they get out to piss? Nah. Nah. Fish, don't, fish certainly don't get out to piss. So <laughs> water is unsafe to drink. Given how merry I'm feeling, I would like to play as a jaunty tune on my... um. On my sylvan horn. I would love a performance check. And because you are a satyr, you will not have disadvantage. I would assume that most of your performances have been done at some level of inebriation in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you hit that nice level for playing darts where you're, like, you're much better after a couple of drinks. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, while you get into your tune and do your... Uh, is it still plus six for persuasion or is it a bit less for performance? Oh, well, yeah, no, it is plus six. It is still plus six. Button, yeah. That's okay. Still, still plus six or ten. That's not bad. That that is an average, average playing of the of the Fey Sylvan pipes. As you as you play a bit of a jaunty tune, Davian nods along. Not bad. Not bad. Well, Hopefully I think your wine hit me a bit harder. Usually, I can play a better tune than that. That's how I you know you are enjoying. Dancing the other night. <laughs> well, it's, it's how you know you are enjoying a good amount of wine when uh, when you think you are better at things than you actually are. That is how you know. That was kind of mean, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just not so long. Well, so, I'm looking if you were to go and investigate Yester Hill at some point. I would not say no, but uh, I do not think there is anything we need to be particularly worried about. We have some wards that are up in place around the vineyard. We know things come too close. That is why most of the uh, most of the problems have been at the outer edges of the vineyard and why we ended up pulling back. 
I mean, yes, but you've lost territory, and if you had have gone down where you were, like, that flower would have killed you for sure. How, how bad was it down there? It was pretty pretty bad. Like, three of the guards from our friends are are, are dead. Our cart is overturned. Three, three potential customers mur murdered, and we barely got out with our lives. There were a lot of other dead people down there, too. I don't understand why there were so many bodies down there. I didn't really think about it at the time, but... but how, Humanoid bodies? What, like people or animals? Yeah, I, I pull up one of the skulls. Why are you carrying that in your... What? As he looks at it. I mean, he carries a wagon wheel up here. It's not the weirdest thing he brought back. That's a good point. Why am I asking it, questions? It's definitely on par, but it's so clean. Look at it. <laughs> it is rather clean. You say the, the flower did this? Uh, well, I was near it. Mm. I will send some of the boys down in the morning to go and investigate, see if we can find... Uh, Find anything about these people and maybe try and return their remains to their families, or at least give them a proper burial. I'm assuming. Oh, shit. I, I'll leave this here then, I suppose. I, no, not on the counter. People eat off here. Put it on the floor, as he looks at the skull. <laughs> well, it's a little disrespectful. Or I put it in the flower pot behind me then. Alright. <laughs> I pick a couple of flowers and put it in the eye sockets. You're talking to me about being disrespectful. Well. Do you have a place to stay for the nights? I'm guessing uh, if you said the wagon was overturned, that was your wagon, you have nowhere to sleep. It would be appreciated if you could provide lodgings? We, yeah, I can I can give you somewhere to uh, to camp out for the night. That is not a problem. We have, uh, we have some spare rooms. As long as you don't mind sharing. No, we're quite used to that. Um, before we go to sleep, so... Um... Um, who's going to sleep? I have six more bottles. My guy. Um, <laughs> well, before I get too too drunk, that I I cannot negotiate. Um, Mr. Arasek, he he gives me this bag of gold to purchase wine for a, a full full blown party in in Valaki. Um, no, let me let me guess. He he told you that this was enough gold that there would be no more required, or is this a this down is, payment? Because that looks like a very light sack of gold. Uh, he said he would uh, give you the rest on delivery, as usual arrangement. Cheap bastard. I, per his usual arrangement, I never agreed to such a thing. He wasn't such a good customer. Tell him to fuck off. No, that is alright. If you're happy to hand it over, I'll count it out in the morning. It's no, I'm not going to do business right now. My head's yeah, swimming right. a bit. I pass him what I have written down in my inventory as the wine dowry. The wine dowry. <laughs> <laughs> he gratefully accepts the wine dowry, gives it a bit of a jingle, tucks it into his belt and goes, Well, does he want, are you a delivery man for him? Are you, and delivery girl? As he knows, Tithifla. Are you um, taking this back for him or does he want me? Am I organizing I, uh, it again? Well, we'll probably be passing back soon. I mean, I think we want to attend the party, but um, how, how about we say if we're not back within a week, it goes on without that? An hour. Not an hour too slow. If okay. you're not back in an hour. That's what we said last time, and they no, left without us. Ignore her, she is completely fucked off her milk. Uh, oh, it has that effect. You <laughs> have milk. you had some water in between that milk? You need to eat some <laughs> bread, young one. Please. I don't need any bread. I got my milk. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Milk drunk's a nasty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she gets all bitey. <laughs> Um, Owen. Hello. And then I have the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Such an unnecessary joke. Oh. 
<laughs> yes, Raf. Please, let's what? move on. <laughs> While we're all sitting there, I'm assuming we can see down into uh, where we were fighting that plant. Like no, that is, that's the main problem. The, the way that... So imagine, if you will, a plateau. The top of this plateau is where the farmstead is arranged. All the vineyards are arranged around it. About halfway down on the eastern side is another small rise that gets up just high enough to block view of this hollow. It's much steeper on the other side of this smaller hill, which is what you had to push the... Uh, wheel up. You know exactly how steep this is, Grinner. More than anyone else. Better than anyone else. <laughs> um, so, from the top even, of this hill, you can't see into that hollow. It's, it's just, it's not visible. Which is why you don't think anyone had noticed you guys down there, and why no one had noticed the cart, either. And that was going to be my next question, is Grinner's been around a lot of situations where people have been screaming. Would it be fair to assume that he would know how far a scream would reach from down there like it should should it be feasible that that should have been noticed and hasn't been mm, that's a good question uh can you make me an investigation mm. i'm gonna say investigation or I'd say probably investigation or survival i really have to think okay. about that second one jesus christ <laughs> i'm gonna do survival yeah because he's survived a lot of situations like that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Six. Grinner. I mean, if these guards were busy screaming when they should have been fighting, serves them right. Wasting energy on a scream when you should be using it to, to beat your opponent senseless. Yeah, no, no idea what's going on there. I go back to my um, grape vodka. It's Look, it's, it's good. It doesn't have that artificial grape flavor. In fact... There's really not much flavor at all apart from the burn of alcohol and this very subtle undertone of a, of a mild fruit, maybe a bit of a mild citrus-like fruit flavor. Um, but it, it's smooth, Grin. It goes down well. And as you smash yet another, suddenly you look to find your glass filled up um, behind you, the, the girl you saw before, Stefania, smiling as she, as she tops up your glass, gives you a pat on the back and then heads over to check if anyone else's glasses need topped up before taking a seat herself next to her father. Um, Davian's sort of deep in conversation with you guys, and as she sits down next to him, he sort of pauses for a second and goes, Have I introduced uh, Stefania, my daughter? No, I so rude. Everybody, Stefania? Stefania, this is uh, Tempest Guild and uh, friend Killian. Have we actually shared where our names are? I'm assuming you guys introduced yourselves at some point. You're not, you're not assholes. It's well, actually, maybe I shouldn't assume that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello. Hi there. Um, Father, uh, it's getting a bit late and they didn't have a wagon. They're not walking back at night, are they? No, no, no. We're going to give them the spare rooms for the night. Um, you, Have you been in those rooms recently, Father? They are. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, I might need to, to dust really quickly and put out some sheets. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably do that. Do you want to help? No, no, no. You, you entertain the guests. I'll, I'll get it done and be right back. What about your brothers? What are they doing? Um, w would you like some help? I can help. No, no. I, I couldn't possibly ask a guest to come and help me make beds. No, no, no. You stay. Well, well I've offered. And I will help as well. I've, I've, got, I've, got, two, I've got two brothers who, who are very capable of helping and should be helping right now. Father? But, but oh, they're not, they not helping. No? Ugh. Go kick them then. Sorry? Go kick them. 
kick him just lightly. Okay, we'll come help. <laughs> uh, That's exactly what I say to my children. I would just like to say, <laughs> go kick him. <laughs> Does it work? No. <laughs> yeah. Well then, I think we know how this is going to go. Um, I mean, Stefania will only argue back a little bit before immediately giving in and being like, I, I could use the helper. It's been a bit busy uh, trying to get all the machinery running without the correct parts. Uh, come with me. I'll lead you inside. Uh, I, um, Tisla, uh, you, you look like you're pretty uh, pretty handy with um, with your fingers. You've got like, quite nimble fingers. Do you reckon you could, could light some of the, the lanterns for me around the place? Oh, I suppose I could maybe, maybe, maybe. If I give you this, bit. this, if I give you this gas lantern, do you think you could use it to light them and this wick? What? I've never used one of these before in my life. Oh no, it's okay. I, I will turn it on. And she clicks a button and turns a dial, and you watch as flame springs up inside a little enclosed lantern. She pulls oh. out a long tapered stretch of uh, what looks like a very, very, essentially a long thin candle tiffler with a little uh, bit of string coming out the end. You just light this and use it to light other things. Okay. And Tisla waves a hand over it and makes it larger for a second with thaumaturgy. Oh. Oh. Ah. I can blow with fire too. Ah, perfect. I, if you want to do it with magic, I, I will not well, say no. Well, no, I can't actually make the fire. I'm sorry. I just wanted to impress my new friend. Um, That's still very impressive. Thank you, but it's not as impressive now. I've had to explain it. Um, And, uh, and Killian, um... Uh, if you could help me lift the beds and dust them off, uh, you, you look quite strong. I'm hoping I can uh, help rely on your strength to help pick up these beds. Ah, uh, yes, I can uh, certainly help with that, yes. Perfect. Um, as Stefania leads you into the two guest rooms, uh, you can see that there are beds stacked up against the wall. More like cots than beds, I would say. Just essentially a very uh, meager frame with a mattress that's been partially wrapped in what looks like fabric on top, very dusty, cobwebs in the in the corners of the rooms. And as she uh, starts dusting the cobwebs and then gives you a bit of a hand, turning the beds over and dusting them off, uh, she comes in with a wet rag, wiping down the edges uh, and getting you to essentially help her make the beds and get the rooms cleaned up. Um, Tithla, as you begin walking around the house, lighting the lanterns, are you taking this job yeah. seriously or not so much? Very seriously. Very seriously. She's been entrusted. You've been entrusted. To, to, to complete this task unsupervised. That is so true. Yeah. And she's um, trying to make a good impression. She's trying next, to make a new friend. So my next question is how much mischief are you up to? Zero. Outstanding. Zero. She's trying to make a new friend. Uh, we, we had the whole fire thing that flopped before. So now we're going to try this whole serious. Thank you. As you begin moving around the uh, the homestead, lighting the candles and the uh, lanterns on the walls, as you move through, you can see that this area has been, yeah, beautifully decorated. It's very well maintained. The The inside residence is really, really lovely. Um, the ground floor looks like it's mostly being used for uh, a bit of a living area. It's not being used as... Um, as uh, like a bedrooms or anything like that, mostly just like open plan living along with a kitchen as well. As you get into what looks like more of a study area, you can see the lanterns in this room are already lit. And as you head on in, you can see inside are two young men. One of them looks to be probably like, uh, what would be the, probably like 17, 18 is the closest 
sort of reed you'd get Tithler, and the younger one, maybe 14, 15. Both look a lot like their sister. Dark hair. Uh, the older son keeps his hair cut short. The younger has it a bit longer, almost sort of down to his shoulders, tied back a little bit. Almost a little bit hawk-like features, similar to their father. Much sharper features, slightly more pointed nose. Again, those dark brown eyes, dark bushy eyebrows, um, and slightly sunken eyes as well. Uh, whereas their sister has a, a slightly more rounded face. Theirs is much more hawk-like. And as you walk past the room, they seem to be lounging back on couches, um, flipping through books, flipping through a book each. And as they hear the sound of your footsteps, one of them looks up and goes, Hey, Steph, what are you... Oh, sorry. You're not Steph. Um, uh, who are no, you and no. what are you doing in our house? Oh, I'm lighting the, the candles to, so that we can see better. Are you... Does... 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 Does my does dad know you're here? What's your name again? I haven't said it. What's your name? Oh, oh my name's... I haven't said it either. The younger one looks over and goes, Whoa. Are you really sick? Um, I am fully sick, if that's what you're asking. Are you contagious? And he starts pulling up his shirt to cover his nose and mouth. Um, no, no, you won't be able to get this. No, uh, see, what I am is I'm what's called a goblin. Say it with me, goblin. Yeah, I've read about goblins before. <coughs> I've never seen one. Hi, uh, sorry, we're being rude. Adrian, and this is my younger brother, Elvia. Ah, my name's Tisla. Hey, uh, so dad knows you're here? Um, what was his name again? Davian. Alright, Davian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davian knows we're here. Sort of, again, scans your face looking for signs of dishonesty. Biggest grin on her face. But there is no dishonesty. And they sort of nod along a little bit and go, okay. Um, we're staying here tonight, so I was just lighting the candles. I was helping your sister get ready for us because she said that you guys weren't going to help. And I said, no, surely that's not the case. Surely your brothers who love you would come and help. Can you please make me a persuasion check with advantage? Um, I think that yeah. Tesla would have the biggest grin on her face that is cheekiness. So I will ha- I will take disadvantage. Take your disadvantage. Holy shit. Okay. This is the first time I've heard a player argue that they should be given disadvantage for a check. Persuasion? I already have a nat one, so... Brilliant. Okay, that's, that's a two down to a one. Six and a one. Um, oh... Good, because I'm really enjoying this this part of the book. It's so interesting. Um, yeah, cool. I mean, if you can tell her that, if you just tell Steph that we'll, we'll have dinner in here, then I guess maybe later she can just bring it in herself, eh? Or you could bring it in. Um, can I be honest with you? Are you not? Were you not being honest before? No, does, no, I does Dad know you're in here? Oh, I don't know. He probably thinks I'm in the other room, but. Your sister asked me to do this. So I guess technically he doesn't know that I'm in here. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Just so you know, your sister had permission to come and kick you. And this this was the other option where I tried to talk to you. Nah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't kick us, would she? The younger I, brother I sort of shrugs, look back, so he looks back and goes, She's got strong feet. They, they certainly smell strong. <laughs> Brothers give each other a high five. I don't, I don't get it. I can't smell anymore. Not since the incident. <laughs> the incident. 
Maybe you should go to the workshop. Uh, no, what? <laughs> no, no, they didn't say that. Um, uh, um, did she really get permission to kick us? Dad said she could kick us? Well, no, he didn't say that she could. He directed her to do it. He told her to kick us? Yeah, 100%. Zero lie. Should we... I don't know. I don't know if I want to... I don't want to be kicked. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to kick you. I promise you that. I will not kick you today. I'd rather you kick me than, than Steph. She's... Okay. She's got strong feet. Should we do parchment boulder shears? One of us goes, one of us stays. We'll see if she was being honest with the thing. He watches the younger brother sort of shrugs, goes, Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, okay. Parchment boulder shears. No, parchment boulder shears. No, parchment bo And then he watches the younger one does it's a boulder. And Please don't clip by anyone. Why? Does it look bad? Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, <laughs> outstanding. As uh, as Titha, as you turn and walk away, you hear the sound of the younger brother going, no, damn it. And close behind you, you hear the footsteps as the older brother walks out behind you. Hey, uh, Titha. Titha? Titha. Wait up. I'm coming. Okay. What do you like to do around here for fun? Uh, sometimes we'll kick a ball about. Sometimes we we head down into the into the vineyards, and I mean we used to play hide and seek a lot before Steph got really good at finding us all the time. Um, I don't know. Sometimes is like that because sort of... you kept hiding in the same spots? I'm pretty good at hiding. Maybe no, nah, no, no, no. She's she's really good at finding people. She's like, I don't know. Her eyesight's way better than mine. Good eyes. Interesting. I feel like she cheats. Actually, she, she, I, like I'm a good hider, man. Good hideout. Where, what kind of spot were you hiding? And Tizzle's going to spend a couple of moments here analyzing oh, the yeah, hiding look, techniques to look, see. I mean, it, mostly I like yeah. to, to hide down among the, the, the vineyards. Sometimes I'll hide up in the trees. And sometimes, and then as he says that, he pauses for a second and goes, I, I mean, I climb the trees, obviously. Like I, I climb up the branches and I like hide in the branches and like, you know, like, and then like sometimes I'll hide like around the back, like upstairs and things like that. You know, well, I'm going to be honest. I hadn't thought anything other until you then just further clarified. Because I've recently come into knowledge that. Yeah, no, no. It's like anyway, it's so just normal, normal hiding places. Like I, I'm a good climber. I'm, I'm way better I'm, than my I'm brother. a good seeker. I'm a good hider too. Maybe we yeah. should play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be up for that. Okay. Okay. Well, I think I'm probably gonna go on and keep doing these lights. Maybe, maybe go. Okay. Also, uh, one let of me my let me grab friends. a wick. Let me let me grab a wick. I'll help you. I, I don't wanna, I don't want you to do it by yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll grab a okay, wick. Well, I also don't know where they are, so I just keep wandering around until I stumble into one. So that'll probably help a lot. Do you want to? I mean, I can I can take you to each spot. Do you want to? That take sounds wildly efficient. I'd I'd love it. That's the smartest thing I've heard all day. Cool. And my right. friends talk a lot. Yeah. I, I sometimes find people who talk the most don't say much. I definitely agree. I think whenever somebody can't stop talking, won't stop talking, nobody interrupts them, and then they just keep going until their mouth forgets how to say words, they're yep. the ones that don't say anything at all. It's just uh, like they go and go and go until Adrian, there's nothing left to say. Adrian leads Tithler around the house, uh, chatting to you, asking you questions about where you're from, what you like to do, just sort of getting to know you, being a very pleasant young man. And Tithler hides zero. Fantastic. Um, perfect. While that is going on, back out with those who are still drinking, and then we'll jump to uh, we'll jump to Killian and uh, and Steph. Uh, the three left outside: uh, Theo, Jonor, and Grinner. 
as and Luther, sorry, four left outside. Sorry, uh, sorry, Luther. Um, as the four of you remain outside, sort of sitting and drinking, um, Davian just sort of like shrugs his head as he watches them walk in and goes, "Ah, sorry, where was I? Ah, oh, we were talking about the um, talking about the 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 gear, right? Uh, talking about the gear from uh, I lost Max in there for a second. Talking about the gear from uh, Kresk. Yes, um, we'll go to the blacksmith when we are there. Um, and yeah, if you prepare the order of wine, we should be back within within a week, I would say. Does that sound reasonable, everyone? Yeah, and that's then, yeah, that's fine. Um, when's this festival? Here, we, it we'll mean... take it. Um, I think they were kind of waiting for us. I don't think we really set the date. To be fair. You okay. can't have a party without the wine anyway, so God, they got to wait for us, eh? That's, uh, uh, that is uh, something I have said for a many long time. There is no party without wine. Well, good. Okay, I, we have plenty of stock left that uh, I can use. I probably will run down our stores a little bit, but, uh, I mean, if you can get that gear back, we can get back to full production pretty soon, and no one will even notice a supply interruption. Yeah, I, I, I think um, on, on a almost entirely related topic, uh, I'm drunk enough to ask you this. Tell me to fuck off if need be, but did you lose a family member or a friend in those attacks? Uh, family member and close friend. Uh, I, I, a tight I've family, lost, the Matikovs. Yeah, I, I've lost a lot of people over the years. Uh, it, it, it makes it hard to make friends when you lose people like that. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. I I am too. Yeah. I, uh, I've lost too many friends and family to these lands. And part of the problem of getting old is you have more time to see people that you love leave before you. Yeah. Well, here's to the god and never forgotten. And Grinnell raises vodka. Yeah. Davian joins you, raising a glass, drinking with you. So tell me, <clears throat> you you lots, people, outlanders, you come from all different places. Tell me about your world. I'm always curious to hear about the worlds outside the mists. I may not get another chance to ask you. Well... I think all our worlds are a little bit different, to to be honest. Like a lot of us um, come from the same one, but di- different, different. Uh, the, the goat man he lives in the forest with the little green one, uh, and uh, the 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 wizard one there. He he's uh, well, I don't fuck, I don't know where he fucking lives. He just shows up every now and then. Are you and, and, are you a wizards? I, uh, yeah, I knew absolutely. you had some magic. Huh. What, uh, what about yourself? Do you, so you were a, a caster yourself. Do you study study the book or the word? Or do you, is it more more within you? I, uh, I study. I, my knowledge of magic comes from, uh, from studying. And uh, I, uh, hmm. I, I, the type of magic I specialize in is... Uh, Enchantments. What about yourself? I know I know most wizards tend to have an area that they specialize in, and a type of study that they are particularly gifted in. I would say that I could have uh, seen that one coming. Hmm. Let that be my answer. 
Hmm. Okay. There is a uh, there's a seer in these lands, uh, a Madame Ava. You were uh, looking to hone your skills. You could do worse than to meet with her. She is uh, she is known to have a true gift of foresight. Do you think she's one you would want to be associating with? Uh, that is another question. She has a lot to do with the Vistani. While a number of the Vistani are to be trusted, uh, are lovely, good customers, there are others who would try and take my wine and take my lands and cause trouble. So, I, for all I know, her group seems fine. The group she travels with. But, uh, yeah, I would say I be cautious mean... around the Vistani. I more mean uh, her words in particular. Oh, you know, she gave um, uh, yeah. you know some perspective on some topics and oh you've you met know, her. It's how much? Yeah, yeah, we've we've come across her before, and the amount of salt to apply to her, we're not quite sure. Uh, from what I've heard, the rumors I've not met with her myself, but the rumors I've heard and from what other adventurers have said, uh, she sees the truth, doesn't necessarily speak all the truth. Put it that way. I mean, she has an end game, a plan she is enacting. She's got an agenda. Everyone does. You're a fool to believe that if if you think people don't. So maybe keep that in mind that what you want and what she wants might not always be the same thing. Well, if you want to learn a little bit more about yourself tonight, I can possibly draw some cards for you and try to make a bit of a prediction if that fancies you at all. You know what? I'm not quite drunk enough yet. Give me one more glass. I'm in. When your friends have rejoined, I'm in. Perfect. Brilliant. Let's jump over to Killian really quickly. Killian, as uh, as you and uh, and Steph begin finishing off getting the bed ready, uh, Stefania, uh, she nods, finishing off the last of the dusting and chucks a few pillows out from cupboards and closes the door, dusts her hands off. Ha! Huh. Thank you for that. That was much quicker with your, with your assistance. Um, well, um, did you... Did you need anything else? I, I can see we can sort of uh, have three of you together and three of you together. But oh, uh, your your um your female friend, your little girlfriend, she probably will want a room to herself. Should I ask if she wants to stay with me tonight? I, I can pull out a trundle bed, and that way she can have a room with another girl if she'd like. I do not see the harm in in asking her asking her the question. Um, hmm. I, well, I fully agree. I will. I will. She ask seems. Her. She seems rather taken by you, so I think one on one time to bond might be might be good for her. Sure. Well, the only thing left we have to do is go kick my brothers. I look forward to this. Follow me. If you wouldn't mind me watching. No, please. I, I think a captive audience will uh, will probably make them work harder. Come with me. She okay. heads on out. As she wanders through the uh, pathways Killian, you and uh, Stefania immediately bump into Adrian and Tithler, who are walking around lighting the lanterns. As soon as Stefania sees Adrian, she gets a bit of a smile and like moves her right leg just back a little bit, so it's just a little bit back from her uh, center of gravity. Oh, Adrian, I see. Uh, see, Tithler came and got you to get you to help. Uh, yeah, uh, Tithler and I, I mean, I, I offered offered to help help out with Tithler, but, oh, man, you know who's not helping out? <laughs> Elvia is just sitting in that library again reading. We, we, we asked, we begged, but he just, he wouldn't, he wouldn't help. 
Isn't that Ratifa? No, you two did bold parchment shears to say who had to come and help. Um. Don't you remember? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> you were both like shaking your hands yeah. and then it took like three rounds and then. Uh, you're so funny, Tith. Don't you remember? It's so funny. Oh, I have such a sense of humour, this one. Did Almost I joking. That? Uh, he looks over Did at I Stefania. That didn't happen? Did I misunderstand? <laughs> he looks at Stefania like expectantly. She just shakes her head. He goes, it's not working, is it? She goes, no. <sighs> like turns his arm and holds it out. Go on then. What? Go on. I'm not going to kick your arm. Tithla said that dad said you could. No, no. I'm not going to kick your arm. You're expecting it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to kick you when you're expecting it. It'll come later. <laughs> how, how how much how much later? I don't know. When I'm asleep? I don't know. Tithla, let's go. As uh, Adrian looks towards you, he begins walking down the corridor, looking back at his sister, keeping you in between him and her. You know, if you were better at hiding, this would be something that we could help you with. Yeah, I'm not better at hiding. This, I, I'm not better at hiding than her. This this is not going to end well. I'm not going to get to sleep I mean, tonight, am I? I'm just going to be up I mean, I could help you hide. I was, I was trying to help. Oh. Uh, then I'm pretty I, good at hiding. I accept. I, I accept. I'm in. Okay. Uh, what what do all, I do? Yeah. Turn lights off. <laughs> um... But we. You want to hide in the, the darkness? Last, this is the last lantern that we're. You want to hide in the? It's up to you. Could I Are go we out? Hiding? Um. Why she's just going to kick me harder for undoing all the work that we just did. I'm I don't just, think that's going to work. It's up to you. Why need? But. Uh, can I get back to you on this? Okay, so that sounds like you're deciding not to hide. Understood. Let's go light the light. Oh man. Uh, jumping back with uh, Killian and with uh, Stefania. As you make your way to the library, Stefania sort of like, shh, 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 all right. Just tread carefully. She peeks around the corner. I'm guessing like both of you together, like hands on the wall, like peeking around, looking, and then moving back. And she just smiles, seeing uh, seeing her brother, uh, Elvia, just sort of seated there, looking through his book, none the wiser. She turns towards you with a big grin on her face, Killian, and goes, "Do you um, do you have any siblings?" I do, yes. Did you do this sort of shit? Yes, I, I could. Um, I could do something. Um, do you want to kick him or do you want to scare him? Both. Uh, scare him first. Kick him second. If you've got something good, you t- please. I, I am. I am so in. I will. I have got an idea. Uh, if you get into position, ready to kick him, I will um, perform some. Uh, mischief. Fantastic. Great. I'm ready. And with that, she crouches down low and moves behind the couch where her brother is seated. Uh, I'm going to use Thaumaturgy a couple of times. Oh, wow. Uh, the first time the first time is going to be to make it sound like Stefania is sort of all around. Like, one, <laughs> one minute she's in, like, the left corner. Next minute she's in the right corner. And it's like a really eerie, almost... Just like a ghostly, like... <laughs> yeah, just all around using using um like a higher pitched version of Grinner's laugh that we heard earlier. I don't As, think you can get much like, higher pitched. Grinner, could you give us that laugh again, or Raph, I should say? He's muted. He's muted. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's even better. Go you on. Never hear it as high. It was it was so high pitched. <laughs> Only dogs yeah, could hear right. it. That's right. It was dog whistle. I wasn't muted. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, if, what's next? If there's you? a fire in the library, there I'm is gonna, a fire in the fireplace. Yep. Gonna get it to light up and dim down a bit. Light yep. up and dim down. Yep. And then the last thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cause all of the windows to just burst open with one last like banshee like scream coming through. Yep. Uh, all of that happens. You watch as Elvia drops his book, scrambles up into the fetal position on the couch, jumps, looks at the fire as it goes, goes, what are you playing at? What, Steph, what are you doing? And then as the windows all slam shut, she jumps up from behind the couch and goes, should have been helping. And then kicks him. He goes, ow. Ah. Oh, how did oh. you do that with the windows? Oh. Oh my god, who are you? As he looks back at you and Stefani just laughs and walks away. That that was that was very funny. Sorry, I've not barely laughed like that in a very long time. Oh, that was great. Did you see the look on his face? He was so scared. That was hilarious. This is brilliant. Did you do this to your younger brother, sister? Both? Uh one one older, one younger. Yes, I was. Oh, uh, you were in the middle. Yes. So you got to do mischief to both, but both did mischief to you, huh? Yes, definitely. I have plenty of bruises and scars from the amount of uh, rough antics we used to get up to. Uh, there was one time where my brother threw a rather large block of wood at my head. It was a toy, but um, it caused the scar that you now see on my head. Oh. She, like, leans in. Oh, wow, yeah, that's really there. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm the eldest, which is the best, so I have had no problems. I am the problem for them. Well, yes. Anyway, um, is there any any other help that you'd like? Any no, other no, 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 any please, other pranks I, you want to pull or anything? Uh, pranks, yes. Help, no. And probably we will save the pranks for the morning. I think we uh, we don't want to be uh, too consistent with them. I find inconsistencies better. Have them jumping at shadows, and the inconsistency seems to make it much more frightening when you do scare them. So I think we'll we'll save it for the morning. If there's any more help that you want, um, you know where to find me. I'm. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not much of a drinker, so um, being, I don't we, really want to be in an area where some, I'm going to be drinking. We have some juice. Do you want me to, I can bring you out some juice? Apple? Um, yes, just don't tell anybody that I'm not drinking. I, I don't want them to think um, okay. oddly of me or anything. Yeah, no, that's fine. I can I can bring out apple juice and just say it's a cider, if, if that's what you'd like. Or just not say anything, just hand it to you. And Yes, that would be brilliant. Thank you. I, actually, I I probably feel like some apple juice too tonight. I, I'll bring a jug. We can both share some. Thank you. No, no. Of course, I'll, I'll meet you outside. And with that, she heads back into the kitchen. Um, Killian, as you head back outside, Tithla and Adrian are just finishing up and return to take a seat at the table. Um, Davian takes a big drink, finishing his glass, puts it down and goes, Okay, wizard. Go. I am drunk enough. What do you got? All right, I, I pull out the deck of cards. I lay out the table in a manner that is best replicating what Madame Ava did. Um, I try to draw any cloth or anything nearby to sort of close off the area. And then I pull off these, uh, pull out the deck, stack them all high, and then in an arrangement, flip one over at a time. Uh, well, oh. what you're gonna do here is, uh, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the future, things which might plague you or might help you hinder you and what in these different ways and he tries to sound spooky as he as he says it Alrighty, could you please roll me a d100 
89. Alrighty. Jonah. As you pull out a card, you reveal what looks like the five of uh, swords. Actually, is that swords or is that five of... uh, What is that? Uh, I can't tell what that symbol is. Um, It is the druid card. As you pull the card out and place it on the table, you see an old man dressed in what looks like bark-like robes. In the background, an enormous tree rises from the ground, but the tree is split in two. The trunk growing in two separate halves up and around, these bare branches reaching for the sky, the earth underneath, dark and... yeah, looking almost blighted as you pull the druid card. The druid card normally is a sign of, can be a sign of of regrowth and rebirth, but as you place it down on the table, you've drawn it in the opposite direction. You've drawn it upside down, which you know often means the opposite of what the traditional meaning is. We see here, um, Davian on this. This druid's been causing you a bit of a problem, and uh, this is uh, telling it all for itself. Huh. Lucky cards. Rule well. Well, I you, did mention druids before. That is, you know, I, I, I could have placed that one there myself, but I'll let you pick the next one. I then sprawl the cards out, and he can grab one that he likes. No, let's let's draw one for you. I want to know about your past. I'm going to pick a card for your past. Is this how it works? If I just say what I'm picking, then I draw a card. I'll, um, I'll give me a second to channel there. My eyes grow a, a glow a gold and then go ahead. He pulls a card, the Ace of Swords. Swords laid down are stabbed into the ground. In the center of them, a man tied to a stake burns with fire. The card is called the Dictator. Huh. Okay. We talked about overthrowing the Mayor of Valaki. Cards seem to agree. Huh. Interesting. Maybe there is something to this card reading. I always thought it was uh, kind of bullshit. Well, quite frankly, I didn't know if this was going to work at all. It actually did, so I'm, I'm happy to see it. Well, daughter, what about you? Do you want to have a go? St- uh, Stefania, who's sitting next to Killian as they both share a, a glass of a uh, what looks like a cider sort of like chokes and goes <clears throat> um I don't know if I want to know my future or- oh come on it's a bit of fun here look I'll pick a card for you your future uh this one and he pokes down at a card uh Jonah could you roll a- another d100 for me that was incredible that you rolled the druid before holy shit <laughs> convenient 28 Interesting. Okay. As you pull as you pull a card and turn it over, it depicts a raven standing in front of a full moon. Stefania drops the card immediately, looking up at you, looking at the card and looking at her father. You watch as her father's eyes also go a little bit wider for a second. Huh. What does the raven mean? Good things? Bad things? 
Jonor, do you want to roll me a quick Arcana check? See how well you know, or how how well you are channeling your twenty four. Okay, as you pull the Raven card, um, yeah, you know that the the Raven can often be used to depict. Uh, sometimes can be used to depict cunning and wisdom. Someone or something who has intelligence, uh, but directed intelligence. Almost, yeah, I think cunning is the right word for it. But your magic, your connection to divination, that's not what this means. This card is much more literal. Somehow it seems to be suggesting a literal raven in relation to Stefani. All your instincts are screaming. All of those extra meanings, all the esoteric, all the all the above. That's no. This card, what you see, is what you get. I got a bit of more of a grounded feeling with this one. I I did have a weird interaction with a raven or a crow outside the the hag bakery not too long ago. Have Have you had a an instance with a a raven previously? You watch, Jonah. What's your passive uh, perception? Actually, yeah, everyone's passive perception. Is If anyone has above a 14, let me know. 11. 11 for Jonah. 14 or above or above. 14, 14 or above, yeah, yeah. DC meets it beats, so 14 16, or above. 16 is my passive perception. 15. 14, 16, 15, brilliant. Anyone who's got 14 and above, you watch as Stefania's eyes grow wide and she begins clenching her hands. Killian, she begins clenching her hands under the table. Yeah. As soon as Jonah mentions a, a raven that talks. Um, it looks like Davian controls his emotions much better, only raising one eyebrow and going, ah, well, ravens are clever birds. Maybe uh, I've heard of a raven being taught a word or two. That is uh, interesting. Are they um, a little bit averse of the evil creatures around? Because I had a feeling one was telling me not to go into this bakery where we inevitably came across three hags. Hmm. Does that does that line up with what you have experienced? I, uh, I mean, I've uh, I, I don't know any, I don't know any ravens personally, but uh, I've always found them to be noble birds. Oh well, you know, I've, I think this one's probably more. Well, go on, Killian. I was just going to say I've never had a a bad interaction with um, a raven. There is a a god from my world who is uh, known as the matron of ravens. Uh, mm. She works very closely with my own god, with the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, with the guidance of the dead to the afterlife. So um, they are, ravens are uh, very, as as Davian said, very uh, noble creatures where I come from. There you go. Yeah, I think, well, I think we'll just keep our eyes peeled. I yeah, if you if you do uh, if you do see any ravens about, I mean, I, I would recommend leaving them alone. Yeah, no harm to us. So yeah, exactly. Anyone else want to grab a card, or are we gonna pack her up here? Oh yeah, all right, go on. Fuck it, why go? Rina, roll me a d one hundred, buddy. I'm gonna do it as soon as I find the d one hundred. There we go. 88. 
Jonah, I'm going to use your previous Arcana check, if I may. I mean, I've got the feeling you're not going to disagree, Please. given that's a 24. <laughs> yeah. Um, I figured you wouldn't be too upset about that. Um, as Grinner goes to grab one of the cards, there's a sudden surge, Jonah. You've felt this before. When you call upon your... Um, uh, your uh, what's it called when you when you able to glimpse the future and you, you swap rolls out just blanked on the name of that feature uh, your, your portent your portent rolls yeah that feeling suddenly springs up within you this feeling of um, that that moment when you can feel the future shaping and you see mm. the card that Grin is reaching for just slip to the side and drop as another card underneath it slightly moves up and you feel magic channeling through you you know that this is you doing this moving a card to place as it. his hand reaches for the first one i'm going to be like no grinner i the next one nice uh, uh, right uh, i don't know if it works like that but all right i'll pick up the the next one as you reach down and pull up the card and turn it over you see the nine of stars conjurer and as you look over this figure this um, magical figure uh, it depicts a woman long dark flowing hair features very similar to the the Martikovs wearing a headdress made of black feathers. And as she holds her hand aloft, you can see a symbol made of stars summoned into her hand. And in the very middle is a medallion, a pendant, depicting a raven. As soon as you draw this card, Grinner, you watch Davian spit out his wine. And Stefan, uh, Stefania stand and immediately run inside. Can I perception check the shit out of that? Uh, yeah, I'd say perception or insight if you like. Your choice. Uh, I'll do... I'll do insight, and I'm going to yeah. do that at disadvantage um, because Insight's I've had a few drinks. Yeah. Jonah, as, as Grin is doing that, you hear words in your head speaking in a voice not dissimilar to your own, a little bit darker. A dead village, drowned by a river, ruled by one who has brought great evil to the world. That is where a treasure lies. Treasure made of feathers and bone, a bane to evil in this land. That is what you hear I'm whispered gonna... in your head, in your own voice, but sharper, more husky, whispering back to you. Jonah just shivers hearing these uh, these words. He doesn't, he like, he's mouthing these things as if he's saying them, but he's not. Did you, uh, did you yeah. get anything from that, Grinner? No, it's just it's silly fucking crow card. I don't know what to do with this. Why'd you tell me to pick that shit? There's, there's some, there's something in this one right here. Yeah. It's, it's a dark, dark village with 
dead, dead villages of river ruled by one he's got great evil something about a treasure and made of feather and bones and a bane to this land maybe there's something that you want in this place in inside the location here how the fuck did you get all that out of there you pulled this shit out of your ass I I wish I could tell you this General, is, um, I'm giving you the wording exactly. It is burned into your mind. You cannot forget these words. There is there is no need okay, for you to take notes you. on this. This is etched into your brain. You know this. This is truth that you have just spoken. I repeat those words. What why why'd your kid run off? Davian has paled visibly as he hears Jonor recite this particularly the bit of the talisman of feather and bone. I, um, I, uh, I don't like this magic anymore. Can we, uh, can we pack up the cards? Truthfully, Damien, we can pack up the cards, but I think we are owed an explanation. Explanation for what? What are you talking about? I um I don't I I'm sorry. You seem seem like lovely people. You seem like you want to do the right thing, but I I don't know if I can trust you yet. Not with this. Not yet. I am sorry. Alright, well once we have dealt with the the druids and helped secure your land, perhaps we can have another discussion on this because we need to know all we can to get ourselves home. I will provide what help I can. I promise. And it's not about you. I don't want to say that I will trade information for you helping me. Help the people of this land. And I will help you. You already have... We're already on our way to host the Druids. It's more about... I feel like you'll trust us more once we've done this. Yes, I would. Yes, you've already done the right things, helping the people of Alaki. If you keep working like that, if you keep doing that, I will do what I can to help you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, hope, you well, I don't understand. I'm, it's just got a fucking crow card. I don't. I don't. What's everyone so fucking worked up about? We shouldn't talk about this anymore. Put put the card away, Jono. I quietly get up and walk away with a yeah. jug and two glasses into the house. Uh, Daddy does not seem to be noticing. I think. Why uh, the fuck is well, nobody answering me? It's just a fucking crow card. Davian reaches over and goes to pluck it from your hands, Grinner. Passing it back to Jonah. If, if you let him, if you're not like trying to keep it from him. No, I don't give it. It's just a piece of he, paper. I give he plucks it and drops it like it's on fire, to giving it to Jonah, not even wanting to look at it. <sighs> Where did you get this deck? This, this deck. I've gotten it from. It wasn't uh, it wasn't from the this this world. Honestly, it's um, it's come quite far. How can it not be from this world when it... Ah. Well. Maybe it is not the only one. Maybe they're... Maybe our worlds are reflections of one another. 
I always heard that our worlds were so different, but maybe that is something we don't talk about, the similarities. Hmm. I do know that this deck was crafted by uh, Madame Eva, so... It was made by... Well, Madame Eva knows a lot more than I thought she did. A lot more. She plays a dangerous game, that woman. Dangerous game. I think it's time we... It's time we went to bed. I am... Uh, I am tired and not very good company. Please, stay up as long as you want. I'm going to head to bed, but... Uh, if you could make sure you put out the fires outside before you head on in. I will see you in the morning. Some breakfast. We'll close and see you then. Killian, as you move ahead of Davian and head inside, you can see Steph standing at the kitchen table, shaking a little bit, tears welling up in her eyes. And as you step in behind her, she sort of straightens, sniffles, wipes her eyes and goes, Ah! Um, oh, Killian, uh, uh, more juice. Uh, yes, I will, because she sees you holding the jug. I, I will, um, I'll get some from the, uh, from the icebox. I am uh, sorry, um, sorry. No, no, sit down, please. Please, please sit down. She hesitantly pulls out one of the stools and sits down. I'll move over to the, I'll put the jugs, jug and the glasses on the table. I'll move over to the icebox and pull out another carton jug or whatever of juice that's in there yeah. I'll pour it into the jug pour both of us a glass and then I'll just sit down and just look at her I'm not going to ask you any questions I'm not even going to talk to you I'm just going to sit here and if you feel that you need to talk or say anything then I will listen she nods gives you a bit of a bit of a smile and reaches for the glass takes a sip pauses takes a deep breath in my mother um and at that point davian walks into the room behind you killian as soon as he does steph stops oh father i think it's best we head to bed don't you uh yeah yes of course good night killian she puts the glass away closes the box and that is where I am going to wrap up for tonight, because I think if you're going to do any exploration of the villa now that the Martikovs are heading to bed, I want to save plenty of time for that. If you were planning on heading to bed and then getting up the next morning, I want to make sure we've got plenty of time to do that justice as well. So I think that's the cliffhanger I'm going to end on tonight. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. It has been wonderful having you along for the journey. I, uh, I hope you've enjoyed tonight's session. Um, for those of you who are very familiar with the Curse of Strahd module and are going, he's doing the things out of order. I am, yeah. I absolutely am. I'm playing around with it, having fun and adapting it. Um, I'm absolutely basing this on player decisions and I've homebrewed a whole bunch of stuff and changes. Uh, as we get past those changes, I will be putting them up on the wiki. I just can't put all of them up because some naughty little players, their little little naughty little fingers might navigate to that wiki and have a bit of a look at things they're not supposed to see just yet. So um, I will put up all of my changes on the wiki. Uh, when we finish the campaign, everything that I've done in the background, even stuff you haven't seen will be up there. Um, and anything that we've touched on that isn't a problem or isn't a spoiler for the players to know, I will be updating on the, on the changes. But uh, for now... I think that is where we will wrap up for tonight. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. 
For those of you who were watching on YouTube, make sure you have hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. The good news is that uh, according to our stats, 70, I think 71% of you or 72% of you already are subscribed. So thank you so much. That is an awesome, awesome number of you who are subscribing. Seriously, I, I genuinely, that subscriber and unsubscriber ratio, I couldn't ask for better. But I am now asking for better. For those of you who haven't subscribed, make sure you click that subscribe button. Yeah. Um, push that damn button. Do push, it. Push that damn button. See what happens. Well, it'll make me happy. And uh, <laughs> I guess make me do a hot tub stream as well, according to Haz. Um, oh, so, what does that mean? Do you not know? Okay. I think you should just Make some alt accounts. Hit that sub button and you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> safe, safe search off. Um, that is all from us here tonight, everybody. Uh, please join us next week. Uh, not next week. I mean, please also join us next week for more Curse of Strahd, but please make sure you join us tomorrow night and on Wednesday night for our Avatar Legends on Tuesday and our Return of the Giants on Wednesday. Um, but until then, everybody, stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again super soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 See you, bye. bye. Thank you.